Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Manylands campaign. And today, this week, is a bonus stream because, of course, as uh, mentioned last week, we were off for a little while, so we wanted to jam in another session while we could. So this is an extra one. We don't normally have one in this week. It's normally the alternate Mondays. But here we are nonetheless. And of course, when I say we, it's not just me and you, the viewer. It is, of course, our lovely players. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. And uh, welcome. I hope you're all doing well. Now, before uh, we get into tonight's session, of course, as per usual, we need to go through any shameless plugs, any points of order before we begin. Uh, so first of all... Shameless plug! So there was a mention of this on um, on socials um, at the end of last week, actually, um, for once doing a story on our Slice and Dice um, social media, um, uh, about uh, Baldoa. You may remember uh, some time ago we released the first two... Uh, episodes of our podcast series uh, Baldoa, where I'm very pleased to report that I finally got the opportunity to finish editing the video, or should I say all of the images, the art that goes with uh, the video version of the first uh, session of Baldoa, and I will be releasing that, not next week but the week after, so in two weeks time from now I will be releasing the premiere of our uh, video uh, uh, version our video adaptation if you like of uh, the first session of, of Baldo and now if you've listened to the podcast um, episodes there the first episode I think is like 13 minutes uh, the second one's about 15 minutes so it's really it's really truncated it's uh, you know uh, it's a bit more of a uh, there's a bit more of a narrative feel to it and it's you're not hearing like about dice rolls and all the rest of it it's basically going from notes of a D&D uh, game that I've been playing in um, so it's a different kind of uh, style of story um, but it won't take a lot of your time and it's uh, good fun nonetheless and of course now with this video version I've got some excellent artwork provided by the one and only uh, Gerald Derethart uh, who's been absolutely fantastic he has uh, poured his heart and soul into uh, into doing all these various bits of art for me and he was uh, reminded me the other day oh I haven't even started the second uh, episode yet I said we haven't released the first one don't 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 worry don't, don't pressure yourself don't want to you know smush your creativity you just you yeah you do you it's fine um and we are running a patreon uh, because if um Gerald Ev's doing it all sort of of his own volition just giving his time for nothing and so I wanted to be able to pay him back in some way and you guys can help support that as well by joining our patreon there's a link to that I believe on our twitch page and of course on our youtube channel as well to make sure you don't miss the premiere of Baldoa, the video edition of the first session, make sure that you have subscribed to us on YouTube. Uh, just go, click on the link that says catch up on our Twitch page and it'll take you straight to our YouTube channel. And as soon as you subscribe, you will be notified before the premiere is about to begin. You get like a half hour warning, so it's handy. Um, that's, that was the big shameless plug. Shameless plug! And in terms of other shameless plugs, uh, first of all, opening up to the floor, do you guys, guys have anything that you, you want to shamelessly plug? Any uh, uh, things, that, uh, worthy causes or whatever, that, uh, friends and stuff that wanted to have a shout out to or support? Floor is yours. I mean, in the in the unlikely event that anyone hasn't already given any money to RNLI, do it. Yes, I read the article today about yes. 
do it are and alive saving lives literally they're absolute they're absolute legends uh, and uh, you know always deserve support but especially now yeah especially yeah. now yes yes good thank you for that um anyone else got anything or are we all good okay all right then let's uh let's dive in then so without any further ado let's jump into tonight's session of the many lands campaign here on slice and dice And we are back. So, folks, last time in the Many Lands campaign, which was only last week. Um, so finally, uh, after um, the group had arrived in her, uh, in Rachir, and in fact in the capital, Herthir, uh, they were immediately taken by their uh, wyvern riders uh, under the command of uh, Drez Lambold to, um, uh, to the palace of Herthir, where there was a very large landing pad. You guys uh, had your weapons confiscated, including the, uh, the bone dagger, which you know the red mages are after, and after uh, Malar had unsuccessfully tried to hide it up his nose, up his trunk, uh, it was confiscated, uh, along with all of the other weapons, uh, apart from a couple which Seth managed to, well, one which Seth managed to hide, I think possibly one more, but anyway. Um, and then you were led inside the palace to a waiting room to await uh, being summoned by the king. And while you were there, um, uh, your, wepo uh, your weapons had already been taken, but for the spellcasters, their spellcasting focuses were then taken as well. Uh, other than Malar's holy symbol, has, as he managed to convince them, of course, he wouldn't separate an old man from his, from his gods. It wasn't quite like that, but yeah. Anyway, you managed to keep hold of your uh, holy symbol because you know, it's just a trinket, right? It has no magical power, which is silly. Um, and besides, it would be already been noted by Brina that there was an anti-magic field up inside the palace walls, and so casting spells, not really a thing in here anyway. Uh, anyway, eventually you guys were summoned before the king, uh, where it was uh, uh, reeled out your charges that you were believed to be spies from Burekrin. Uh, you were then asked to present evidence as to why you were not spies from Burekrin. You ascertained through uh, this conversation uh, that it seemed that the source uh, uh, claiming that you were spies uh, worked for one of the clan leaders. Um, his name was Caladan, uh, a name which some of you had heard before. Um, briefly, but you can't think who exactly. But anyway, um, 
um, Caladan made a bit, bit of a show of himself uh, during proceedings um, and it was uh, a bit disconcerting for most of you since everyone was speaking in Draconic and was being translated to you by a translator. Of course, Nerys being able to speak Draconic, she could understand what was going on but was not going to translate everything for you because, well, <laughs> why would she do that as a translator right there? Um, going to interrupt very briefly because... Uh, Pavel has just resubscribed. Uh, thank you, Pavel. Yay. It says, "Who are mother fracas?" Well, yes. Thank, thank you, thank you for subscribing. Uh, we really appreciate the support, and it's good to be back. Hello. Um, so, anyway, continuing on with the uh, with the recap. So, um, after um, that evidence was provided, it did um, it, it, it uh, provoked some suspicion from you about who this source exactly was. It was pointed to. There was a, a theory that you guys uh, kind of came up with that perhaps this druid who you knew were um, were uh, directing the manticles may have been that spy all along. Maybe there's there's a crossways there. That seemed to be the, the line that you guys uh, uh, had thought about during this time. Um, it was also noted during proceedings that Leobrin uh, appeared to be a member of uh, Loranlac and Loranlac High Society at that. Um, and so uh, he was treated slightly differently to the rest of you uh, during the proceedings. In fact, after all of the evidence uh, had been gathered and after some due de uh, deliberation, four of you, Malar, Bruken, Seth and uh, Brina, were all sentenced to face the trial of the seven deaths. Leobrin and Neris, however, notably weren't at this point because Neris had a separate charge altogether. Uh, it was alleged about her being... Uh, a descendant of uh, Ushtag, uh, the deceiver, and possibly uh, a descendant of Clan Ushbek, who were a clan of Dragonborn that were exiled years and years ago from the Dragonborn Kingdom. That was what was alleged. The rest of the party gave very touching testimony about Neris's character. It was also alleged by uh, the uh, by the Dragonborn that perhaps Neris herself could be a member of the Red Mages, as they operate in Kothar. It is known that that's uh, that's where they're from. Uh, and equally, you know, with the, the fieriness, the Ushtagness, there seemed to be a link there. Um, of course, these charges were denied, but at a, again, a stalemate, Neris was offered the choice as to whether to face the trial of the seven deaths with her friends or face it on her own. Those were uh, the choices that she was presented with, and she has until midnight to decide uh, what she wants to do with that. Because I didn't want to make that decision for you, Marta. <laughs> um, Finally, once everyone else was dismissed, uh, Leobrin stayed behind uh, and had a private audience with the king, where he discovered that in fact the king could speak common, but um, seemed to be doing for show having his translator uh, there, his, his advisor. He confided in Leobrin some very important information uh, that in fact, um, well, not only that Leobrin has diplomatic immunity because of the alliance between uh, Rachir and uh, Loranlas, and so they didn't want to cause an, uh, an international incident by uh, uh, Leobrin being killed during uh, this particular uh, circumstance. Um, he also confided that uh, because he believed Leobrin to be a person of honour, and out of you lot, Leo is pretty up there on the honourable front. Um, uh, confided that uh, he believe he doesn't believe you guys to be spies from Burekrin. Uh He, in fact, has a bit of a power struggle on his hands uh, and believes that it may be uh, that the uh, rival clans are trying to dethrone him. And so uh, 
And so he is trying to keep up appearances by doing what is normally done, normal procedure, sending spies to uh, the trial. But I was offered to help you guys in what way he can uh, with uh, this particular trial, offering you uh, some items and such that will be left for you to collect in your quarters as you'll be staying as guests for the evening at the palace. Um, uh, he has also uh, confided that... Uh, uh, that he would like you guys to uh, investigate uh, these rival clans. Um, and that's, yeah, he, he, so for now it's keeping up appearances, but he uh, he seems to have a plan for you lot after the trial. Um, Leo then agreed to sign a waiver so that he could attend the trial with the rest of you, uh, and that would then avoid the diplomatic incident as well. Um, because he's an honourable elf, is Leo Brin, wants to help his friends uh, survive the trial. So he has bravely decided to do that. And then after uh, Leo left, Seth then showed uh, the king, in, in the hopes of kind of lessening their sentence to perhaps four deaths rather than seven, uh, showed the king uh, images of uh, Damon and the other red mages kind of information. I, 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 don't, I don't remember if you specified about showing about the dagger or, or not. Um, no, you didn't. Okay, so what he knew about uh, the Red Mage is mostly about Damon and using your um, uh, major image uh, skill uh, spell. Well, when you were... When you, you had to be... Uh, obviously, because of the anti-magic field, that wouldn't have worked, Seth. Um, but uh, we can retcon this right now. Uh, <laughs> we're into the session because he would have, uh, on the understanding you wanted to do magic, he would have led you to uh, the... Uh, to the palace uh, garden. Uh, there's a palatial kind of um, orangery um, in a, another section of the palace. He would have led you there with his advisor and obviously with guards. Um, there is a gap there, it appears, in the uh, anti-magic field and he would let you then show these images uh, to uh, to the king. Um, and then, yeah, and then that would carry on as it did at the end of the last session. So as we pick things up today... Uh, I tried to get my music working for some reason it's not working um, but the rest of you um, so this is n we're not talking about um, that's really glitching I'm, I'm having real music problems okay no music fine fine it's a no music session today all right um, so while um, Seth and Leo are having their audience with the king uh, the rest of you the other four um, were then uh, being led to your quarters um, which will be so you're on the understanding that um, you are staying as guests at the palace tonight the trial will be at first light in the morning uh, until then you have free run of um, the palace and the city itself of Herthia you're allowed to go as you please but you will be escorted from uh, the palace by guards uh, for your own protection as much as anything else um, so it's up to you what you want to do but uh, when you're led to your rooms they are suitably well adorned spacious double beds uh, <laughs> uh you have your own private sort of uh latrine areas it's uh yeah it's uh it, you know it, it, you, it's quite nice rooms you're in at the palace uh so star accommodation yeah yeah it, you, you know you would uh, you, you would seriously recommend recommending it uh to people um so uh so uh, the four of you what did you want to do while you're waiting for the other two Uh, well, Brucon, I think, is going to, having arrived at, so Brucon has had this um, sort of um, 
non-specific communication about uh, you know where, where he should be going next, um, and he's gone there. So he's going to try and uh, triangulate because I'm pretty sure he never he was wasn't able to get any more specific information than her theory is 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 where it's at, where it's going down. So uh, Rukon's going to pull out uh, his uh, his bowl and he's going to smoke it. No, he's going to meditate with it. Ah, yes, the bowl. Yes. All right. Well, um, do you want to roll the uh, roll the D100? Let's see how we do. I sure do, and I'm adding monk level, so six to this. Uh, that is 87. Oh, that means that that's definitely an effect from that. Which yeah, one is it? Is. <laughs> I haven't got it. Uh, Rukon casts clairvoyance. Ooh, okay. Which is what happens there. That's pretty. Oh, I realise why. Uh, the... I have to remind myself what specifically clairvoyance does. I've just discovered where the technical fault was with music, and so I can bring music back. And by technical Hooray. fault, I mean Yay. that uh, a, a piece of equipment was leaning on the space bar. Oh, <laughs> God. Ah, <laughs> nice. Ah, cla classic pipcack. Yep. Problem is between chair and door. Yeah. Uh, clairvoyance is a freaking incredible spell for Brucon to be handed right now. Um, Brucon, you create an invisible sensor within range. Range is a mile. Uh, in a location familiar to you, a place you have visited or seen before, or in an obvious location that is unfamiliar to you. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I guess uh, the sensor remains in place for the duration and can't be attached or otherwise interacted with, uh, and then you can choose seeing or hearing. Um, I think... So, Did when we were led away... Yes. Um, we, we, we know that Leo was staying behind... Um, mm -hmm. uh, and and um, would it have been broadly simultaneous uh, that Leo's conversation and us being led to the led, yes. led back to the uh... okay? I think Bruk what Brucon would would do then is is um, stick the stick an, a hearing sensor in the throne room um, and listen in, and, and listen to Leo's conversation with uh, the king. Okay. Ooh. Now. Uh... You, uh, so you do this, uh, and it, the ritual takes ten minutes. So while the rest of you um, are sort of in the vicinity of Brucon, you would hear the kind of the uh, the rhythmic, melodic sounds that comes from uh, him sort of stirring the striker on the top of the uh, of the bowl. Um, strangely calming, and there's a strange sort of tingle around all of you. You feel sort of glowing. You know, you feel healthy just from from hearing the the music. Uh, alas, you all have full hit points, so there's no extra effect here. Um, but uh, you, uh, so you sense Brucon suddenly for a fleeting moment. You can see uh, you're you're wanting to sense a Leobrin, aren't you? So for a moment, you uh, you see Leo standing before the king. There is no advisor in the room. The jester Mirth, the kobold, is still there. Um, it's just the three of them in the room, though, notably. And you can see Leo and. Uh, and the king speaking to each other directly, and then it disappears because anti magic field. Right. Yep. <laughs> okay. So you're like, it, it worked, it worked! Fuck! It's gone. Yeah, but uh, I think, I think, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think Brucon's reaction is more like, um, ah, right, okay, ah. yes. Because <laughs> ma magic is still like, 
putting the dots together about magic is still a, a very much a work in progress um, for Brucon. That's fair. Um, uh, so I think that that being the case, he's just going to kind of settle in and, and um, you know try and see if he can um, remember any more details from the vision that he saw. Um, you know, try and uh, see if there's any anything he can. Um, piece together about what he knows, given what he's, what was, um, what went down in the throne room, mm-hmm. and what he's seen, and, and see if there's any anything, you know, in, by way of uh, a lead that's uh, emerging. Actually, I tell you what, in particular, he's going to try and see if there's anything. Like, can he, he wants to see if uh, Caladan figures in it like if there's a like a uh, you know some kind of resonance or something between Caladan and his vision you know having now met this individual and yep. got a bit of the measure of it he wants to try and see if he can you know tease out some kind of connection there yeah I don't know if that requires a role or what it will um you can meditate on this um so we'll come back to this but you're kind of yeah trying to harness your your uh, yourself and we'll recap this um momentarily meanwhile uh Neris Malar Seth, Seth's behind. Sorry, Neris Malar. Anything you guys wish to do while you're uh, in this limbo period, or discuss, of course. I mean, I I need to I need to make a decision, don't I? You do. But think there's so it's either with with friends or without friends. Yeah. Take. I mean, I logic would dictate that I want to stick. To, I want to do it alone. <laughs> It's, I mean, who knows um, if you face it alone, maybe you resolve your friends are facing it. You... Oh, right. So it's either everybody, I thought that they were already condemned to doing it anyway. It's been, it's a little bit, it's been left a little bit ambiguous. Um... So I don't know if I do it myself, whether they'll have to do it anyway. But given from, yes, yes, you don't, you don't know, but you, I would say, um, make it, make a history check, Neris, just to see what you can recall from what's been discussed, because there were a few conflicting things that were mentioned during the. Uh, jog my memory. Yeah, exactly. uh, I don't think I can jog my memory because I just rolled a three, and even I know, <laughs> I got history. Uh, what's the history check? That's uh, plus two, so five. Okay, so, so I don't think my memory is that good. So uh, you're kind of distracted, actually, by this, albeit melodic, but uh, uh, just quite, just quite present, like white noise of Brucon as he's meditating. You're there, like I'm trying to think. I'm trying to, but like, <laughs> it, really, <laughs> just kind of there, like just trying to, trying to really get in the zone, and then just coming faintly through the wall. You hear a wimbling, a wimbling, <laughs> and, and and I just have to join. <laughs> Uh, we- <laughs> no, what was I thinking about? Uh- <laughs> no. Now, uh, now that that mental, yeah, that mental image is in my head, right? Um, it's uh, yeah, uh, a lot to think. I mean, about. I would. You, you um, yeah, the only thing, just... the only thing you can recall, um, because you also weren't here as well, which puts you at a disadvantage. No, yeah, so that's, I will give you a little bit. Um, you know, it was. It was mentioned that uh, the trial of the seven deaths uh, could be, well, always hypothesized, should I say, by some of the group that that could be a monster that you have to fight. It could be several monsters. Uh, So, you know, theoretically, if you were to face whatever this is alone, if you were to defeat it, then the others can't face it because it's already gone. But, like you say, also logic says 
friends fighting together might be a better idea. Or, or perhaps more importantly here, Marta, if you face them and defeat them by yourself, I get you all get the XP. All the XP. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a very good point. Um, right. So I will sit and ponder and meditate as well. But all at, at, at you know, if if there's a wimbo way happening in the other room, I'll probably you know join in this in, in a melodic way. Just to add to the annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> That Just to thought. additionally annoy <laughs> anybody else who's there. Uh, Mala, what did you? Was there any? What did you want to uh, to do during this time? Is there a uh, is there a guard with us? Uh, yes, um, they are. They they are uh, posted outside of your quarters. Uh, there's there's two of them in in the hallway where your quarters are. Okay. Um... Uh, what I'll do then is I will. Uh, decisions, decisions. Um, I'll cast tongues on myself, and then I'll go out and uh, start chatting to the guard and just see if I can find out what this seven, seven deaths or whatever it is okay. is. Give it a bit more context. So you clutch onto your holy symbol, utter the incantation, and then you cast tongues on yourself. Go out. Get stride out the door. You see the dragonborn in front of you, and then you see. Oh, uh, good evening, sir. Afternoon. Um, I was wondering if you could be of assistance. I'm uh, trying to. Um, hmm. I'm trying to ascertain this. What this this challenge that we've we've been set is tomorrow. Do you have any um idea? Social stealth cleric style. <laughs> There's a thing I want to know. Do you know? <laughs> so uh, the first guard who you're standing in front of kind of looks to his partner opposite him. No speak common. Oh, no, I, it's fine. I can uh, I can hear you and you can hear me. It's That's the... I have divine abilities. And you see, you see the the guard turns to uh, his friend and uh, starts muttering to him in draconic, and you realise at this point that you can't understand what they're saying. Anti magic field. Hmm. <laughs> okay. You have someone nearby who can speak draconic. Just saying. That's true. You know Nerys speaks Draconic because you witnessed it uh, during the thing when Nerys got a bit pissed off with the king and his advisor and started ranting in Draconic. Yeah, if... if... Sorry, what, what are the noises coming from? Oh, wait. Is Nerys out in the open or is she in her room? She's in her room, but the um, notably the the rooms don't really have doors. They're just, they're just arches. Ooh. They're quite narrow arches, but they're arches. And I'll stomp off I'll walk up to the archway, make the fake sort of, oh, uh, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> uh, Ms. Neris, uh, could I uh, <laughs> possibly entreat you to assist me? Her eyes, like, open just, like, enough to look like a little slit. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, 
<laughs> trying to remember something. <laughs> Everyone bothering me. <laughs> yeah, it's like just gonna look around and be like, "Yeah, okay, fine." Oh, thank you, Miss Neris. Uh, if I can, I'll uh, whatever you were doing, I'll assist you with that later if you need help. Okay, sounds great. Um, so what are we doing? Oh, I uh, need you to go over there and speak to those guards and try and uh, ascertain what we what it is we're supposed to be facing tomorrow. All right. Uh, do you have a strategy, or are we just? Oh well, I was just. I'm not sure to, if uh... we just ask them. Hey, what's in the mysterious oh, seven now... deaths? Ms. Neris, you would be surprised at uh, how often asking actually works. Not everything, not everything has to be nefarious, uh, uh, like Mr. Seth. You, you know, you just you know, go and go and ask them in their uh, in in their, in their sh the shared tongue that you have, or start to usher her over. Okay, it's just kind of like, and and that is a wistful sigh of how much he misses the ability to just roast the truth out of them. Um, would, uh, she um... doesn't say that. She doesn't say it out loud. She just <laughs> thinks that. It's the Mala wistful cast... sigh. Mala would cast Guidance. He's going to say the prayer and sort of give you a tap, but I doubt anything will actually happen, <laughs> but he does it anyway. You do it, and then it's <laughs> and again, it's like, it's, it just feels like it's just an affectionate rub on, on the shoulder, you know. There, yeah. there. And Neris appreciates it. Just Mama Malar. It's the thought that counts. You know. That's it. Alright, so Neris walks up to these guys. Um, so, what my um, my colleague was asking you is if you can tell us any details about uh, what we might face. It's the elf that speaks like us. It's the... yeah. <clears throat> Hello. Um, <clears throat> it's nice to, to speak in the, the proper tongue. Um, so, you are facing the trial of the seven deaths tomorrow. Excellent. Um, what kind of deaths might these be? Wouldn't you like to know? Oh, you do like to know. That's why you're asking. Ah, ah. It's a guard joke. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I don't know if I should really tell you what what it is. You know, it's might make it more entertaining for you. You know, and I don't know about that. The... Mm, depends. Uh, how would you? What would you be able to provide for me to provide the information? Um, in comment, Malar, um, they want to trade. I'm not sure what we can trade here, but... Well, um, let me see what I have, and I'll sort of go back into my room and pull out my pack, which is full of shit. Um, <laughs> so... okay. My dear Carson, <laughs> this is what's been happening this whole time. <laughs> we never um, asked about the toilets. Have... That's what's been happening. 
I have got uh, a load of trinkets from the Deep Gnomes, about 302 gold pieces worth do. of odd little baubles and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've yeah. got a long sword that I've, we've just had for a while because I picked it up. Um, uh, yeah, because I don't have anything of that much interest that I want to part with. Yeah, that's what I've already got. That's what I'm willing willing okay. to put up put out there at the moment. That's the deep gnome trinkets. <clears throat> Let's go with that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, do you um, want to take all three hundred and two gold pieces worth, or just you know, no, a couple, an item I'll, or two? I'll, I'll bring out like a, a small handful, so I guess like ten gold pieces worth. <clears throat> sort of show them at at Neris and these, yeah, yeah. these guards. So, I say like we have we've been traveling through many different lands and some of these trinkets from the deep gnomes are very hard to come by. Make You're a, willing to part with them. Make a persuasion check, Naris. <laughs> oh, yeah. A sec. A sec, a sec, a sec. Sorry, I can't remember this stuff by heart. No, no, don't. You don't no way. Do That's why we have sheets. <laughs> that is 25. 25. 25. Very nice. Very nice. So, Leobrin, mm. uh, you finish your uh, meeting with the king, and you are you are led under guard uh, to the quarters. And you, as uh, as you uh, round a corner with uh, your guards, you then witness Neris holding holding this gnomish trinket up to a guard and speaking in draconic. And Neris, you also see Leobrin enter as well. The uh, the dragonborn immediately takes the object and have, is having a examining it. Mm. Oh. Uh making friends pretty much oh, mr Leobrin, i'm awful worried about all this uh seven deaths whatever tomorrow i, I really would feel much more comfortable understanding uh, uh what 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 the what it is I, I don't suppose you've uh gleaned anything um not about what the seven deaths are other than no one has ever survived it which is reassuring uh on the other hand the king seems to at least believe we have a chance because uh, because he does Leobrin tempers his words as he realises there are still two guards here <laughs> now three of course the one that came with you three guards um, and the third one who well, comes in sees, uh, sees the first one holding the trinket and, and there as you would understand he's like eh, what's that Wait, what are you doing Oh, it's a. Uh, oh, it's just uh, I picked up at the market. It's not important. And he tucks it into his into his breastplate, mm. uh, and he just gives. Neris gives nod. that that other. Neris just looks at the guard that was asking the questions. It just looks him up and down, and just like he's scum, just says nothing. And, just uh, gives her like side eye, just like. And the uh, the trinket dragonborn uh, sort of does catch that a little bit and turns back to him and goes. Hey, where is the other one? Wait, why don't you return to your post? And the the, the keen the third guard that brought the over goes, oh, uh, he, uh, right away, uh, <clears throat> and just turns around and leaves. So now that we're in the clear, now I uh, I cannot say for certain. There are many rumors about the uh, about these seven deaths. However, those uh, who would know. 
you would find them in uh, in the Salisen Inn. It's in the green sector. They trade in information, and I know that uh, they know many secrets. I can give you the rumors, though. You've heard that there is um, apparently the Seven Deaths is as old as uh, it, uh, as old as the great dragons of old. Some say it was Ushtag's pet. Uh, now, some also say that there were multiple pets. Mm-hmm. But all, whatever it is, it is old and it is definitely dragon-related. But if you want more, I would say you can go find the, the cleaners, as I said, at the Salasen Inn. Interesting. Thank you very much. How are we spelling the name of that in, Jack? Sorry. Salisen. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, for posterity, mm-hmm. um, uh, Salisen uh, is also the, the name of the green dragon god, uh, and that is spelt S A L A S apostrophe S E N. Thank you very much for the information. Thank you for the um, trinket. Uh, it will look good on my mantelpiece. Exactly. Perfect. So I just motioned to Mallor to, you know, go back to our quarters because I'm not going to just start blabbing everywhere. But yeah, back to quarters and just ex- explain, uh, translate to Mallor. Mallor will basically suggest if we're going to do anything tonight regarding this, wait for Seth. Wait for, yeah, wait for Seth to pop out from wherever. We'll um, discuss it. Um, Okay, so Brucon, about this time would be enough time for you to meditate, so you can make an insight check. How's my insight? Okay. Let's see. I know we do. That is a natural 20. Woo! What's the total? 23. 23, okay. Um, and you're searching for specifically about Caladan, right? And about what your intuition's telling you about him. Cal- Cal- yeah, in particular, Brucon. Yeah, in particular, Brucon wants to um, see if uh, he's he's got any uh, any way of joining Caladan up with the the more general vision that he saw of Perthir. So, uh, transporting yourself back into that headspace, into that vision of uh, Herthir, um it's hard, it's very hard at first to get any sort of focus on individuals because, you know, you're t- trying to take into a, an entire cityscape. But as you kind of push forward and uh, recall what happened in the throne room and, as you say, focus on Caladan more, um, you do get an image of him, but uh, it is shrouded in, in grayscale. You don't get, you don't get a, a he's not in, in his normal colors. Uh, but as a guardian of the light, he would recognize that gray is ambiguity. It's not white, it's not black. It's not light, it's not dark. It's somewhere in the middle. And where, and when you kind of pull focus out of that, as you leave your vision, for, the, for a fleeting moment, you sense out of, because you noted the six sectors of the city. You noted uh, that you you noted that when you pulled focus out from uh, Caladan, that it was around a sector in the kind of the north, the northmost sector of the city. 
Right, that was that was where the that that, that was where the kind of um, the trail seemed to lead next. Mm. Cool. Okay. Splendid. Very happy to get that out of that uh, out of that role. Cool. Um, can Brucon over here in exchange? I, I'm assuming that the all of our like chambers are all fairly close to one another. So they are. So, you, so you're trying to the... drown out uh, Neris and uh, and the Dragonborn speaking Draconic for the most part because it's a bit of a guttural language. Right. Um, so he knows that that's happening. Cool. Yes. Okay. So once he's once he's done, he'll. Um, Sort of poke his head out and uh, and and see what's up. It sounds like there's a, you know, some of his friends are engaged in some kind of exchange. Uh, so <laughs> shenanigans. Kind of, yeah, so he, he keeps a, a short distance, but you know, keep, you know, is, is observing what's happening and ready to walk up and join in if a discussion should take place. Sure. Or indeed a fight. Um, so you would overhear Neris and uh, Neris beckoning Malar to go into. Uh, one of their rooms to, to talk about what's happened and obviously Leo's just arrived on the scene as well um, so you would see him as soon as you exit the room because you're there in the hallway Leo Bryn um, yeah. yes I was definitely not distracted by anything <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fine um, so, so Neris and Mala have just gone into one of their quarters leaving you alone in the corridor until Brucon just pokes his head out to see what's going on hmm. Uh, what, um, there's no guards about. There's just the two in the corridor. Okay. One who's just been given That's... a trinket by Neris, though, and you know, seems to be all right. Uh, to the guards, uh, are we allowed to visit other uh, allies' rooms, or is that not allowed? Mm. Cool. Uh, thank you. Um, Brucon, let's go chat. Absolutely. Uh, head to. Well, can we grab the others? Oh, Seth's not here. Yeah, he's still ah, waiting Seth's for Seth, but um, Neris and Mallard, you know, have gone into one of the rooms. Um, yeah, that's what the room I was going to go to, and then yeah. I was like, ah, we'll get everyone together. Ah, we can't. Um, Mallard's quite. Forever is splitting quite... the party. Yeah. <laughs> Malar's quite empathetic. I'm sure he can uh, represent the voice of Seth in a discussion. Kill them all. <laughs> actually, to be fair, actually, it's really easy. I could do it. Kill them all. There we are. Yeah. Kill them all and steal their belongings. <laughs> yeah. I'm not appreciating these incredibly accurate You're not here. <laughs> You're not here. Your opinion on our uh, spot-on impression of your character is irrelevant. <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, let's go have a chat. Yeah, lovely. Uh, Leo will give a, a wave to the guards. Gosh. Have a nice stand. Kind of... And Neris, like, awkwardly translates that. I like, I like walks it. away. The guard sort of adjusts his posture a little bit, like, gets his halberd and, you know, just tweaks a little bit, makes it nice and straight. Yeah, as you as yeah, you enter the like... room. So now you're all. So now yeah. the four of you are in the room. Obviously, you're missing Seth, who you're waiting on, and Brina hasn't uh, appeared mm. out of her room yet. Um, right. Uh, I, I don't know if this is meant to be a. a well, it probably is meant to be a secret. Um, the 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 king, one speaks common. Um. So I imagine a lot more of the uh, 
local folk will also speak common and are maybe just uh, not speaking it uh, as a matter of uh, you know bullying foreigners um, <laughs> uh, separately he uh, is going to give us assistance in defeating the seven deaths because he wants our assistance so when but... when Leobrin says that specifically Brucon does a quick kind of like ooh, scan just to see if any, if there's uh, anyone listening in like you know yeah. is this is this By part of means, some elite... perception check yeah yeah is, I, I i feel like some of Brucon's old like muscle memory about family like in mm. the palace intrigue stuff from from his from his youth is kind of yes. kicking in the a walls bit have ears that... yes it's always you know servants exactly. and scullery maids exactly is this a perception check yes please right, well, this dice has served me well watch it roll a natural one now no that is a 16 16 doesn't seem to be any movement outside the two you know there were two dragonborn guards out there but they didn't appear to speak common and you're speaking yeah. oh. in relatively hushed voices, so you don't think you're being overheard. Um, Grant, sorry for the interruption. No, carry no, not at all. Oh, okay. Go ahead, carry on. Um, is is going to attempt to help us? Uh, I think by delivering us extra equipment. Um, because he wants our assistance after the fact. Uh, but has to sort of put us through this for show um, because he believes that uh, his throne is under threat. What a nice show. Yes. Uh, his wife and child were poisoned, if Marshall remembers correctly. Marshall doesn't remember correctly. Yes. Uh, were poisoned. Um, so... There's clearly someone with their eyes on the prize. And yes, showing, uh, you know, we've captured a bunch of people. I'm being told our spies, I'll let them free, is not the best way to hang on to a throne, annoyingly. However, if we prove our worth in combat, that's fine. Well, you ask me, we could burn this whole damn place to the ground along with its intrigues and uh, interesting people, but well, I think resistant, <laughs> not immune. <laughs> that is a good point. Wall fire. Yeah, just add fire. If, yes. Um. However, you know, we could not kill everyone. Brucon, you hear footsteps uh, coming. So what was that? Brucon hears footsteps coming as he's keeping an ear out. I hear footsteps coming. Says <laughs> oh, I should really just send you these, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. Um, it's a classic of the genre, it's fine. Well, anyway, uh, we should all be prepared to fight tomorrow. I, uh, Waved diplomatic immunity so that I can fight with you. Powell says it's oh, me, wow. sorry, in the chat. <laughs> Seeing as it's really me who dragged us all here, uh, I do think that I should 
it wouldn't be fair for you guys to fight? Um, no, they... You wouldn't be here if they weren't convinced that I was some spawn of something. No, they thought we were all spies. Yeah, but we were in the airy. In the airy, they wouldn't have forced everybody to come over here if it wasn't for apparently me and them thinking that they can just take whatever they want. I mean, we came it's a dramatic face. You're, you're, <laughs> you're part of the team. We came willingly. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you, if you, you're saying you want to face this alone, then then I'm happy to. Respect I that. just don't want anybody to die because of me. Except for the people Again. Die, obviously. What no, that? That, that, that is the people that I want to die because of me because they... they yes, for, yes, yes, you know. I don't need uh, to explain Seth, that. With your, uh, but you guys. <laughs> even with your passive, now you've been led down the corridor to the quarters. You can, yeah, you can hear there's another mother's meeting taking place. These, these guys are having a natter. Uh, how many guards am I with? Just one. Or, just, just, just what? There's two in the corridor, and there's the one that escorted you in, who's a bit shorter than the oh, other okay. two, but uh, um, seems a bit younger. Cool. I'll uh, enter the room. I'll knock first, make sure they don't keep talking in case it's important. Knock on stone. Uh, yeah, you hear a knock on stone, yeah. and can see Seth standing in the in the archway. Hello. All right, Seth. Cool. I showed the king a few things about what Damon and the Red Mages look like and got no information about the seven things, except some people in town may know. So who wants to go to town really quickly? Oh, and of course, Seth was um, promised more information about the Red Mages as well. There was was an exchange, wasn't there, if you survived the trial. I forgot to do that in the recap. Yeah. Big if. Big if. Oh. Well, how about um, let's go? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's yeah. go to town. Let's go place a bet on ourselves to win. <laughs> knew it. <laughs> knew it. Knew it. Knew it. Knew it. Yes, absolutely. In in in. Oh, is in. Are, are, are we going somewhere? And you hit Brina yes. to scuffle out of her room. Hey, Brina. There's a few books in We're my room, to go but it's not the same. We're not going to die. It's not the same as looking at spell books. Or, and I don't have my wand, and that feels weird. I don't like it. And so Neris is already out the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, Party road trip. Do you want me to come, or I could, I could stay stay behind and look after the stuff? I'll come with you. Yeah, you... Yeah, you, you come on, Bruno. Uh, yeah. This would be interesting... New experience for all of us, I think. Yeah. All right, let's go. Get to mm-hmm. on, on the wa- town on the day before we probably die. Yeah. On on the way out of the castle, oh, Malar will pull out his continual flame torch to see at what point the anti magic field stops and it reignites. A very good plan, sir. Very good plan. Mm. Now you're thinking with portals. All right. Uh, so <laughs> as you uh, so you pull it out as you leave the quarters and follow um the, well the guards really f- kind of follow you because they assume you know where you're going uh and they've been told to guard you so you know that's what guards do um 
So uh, they don't hamper you as you continue as you go through the corridor. You, basically, um, um, you I would say, as, apart from a couple of wrong turns, it's easy enough to get out of the palace because you saw that that main chamber off of the throne room that appeared to lead to some very large double doors, which look very entrance-like, look very gate-like. Um, so you can head back that way. Um, and you note, Mala, that after you uh, pass the threshold outside of those two uh, big doors, so once you're outside of the palace itself, the, t- the torch flickers into life. So now I you are still within the citadel, in the, within the, sorry, you're within the keep, but you're outside of the palace. So you're in the kind of courtyard. I'll, uh, I'll draw attention to this fact to the other spellcasters in the in the group, and uh, I'll sort of look at Seth and say, "Oh, Mr. Seth, I think we need to understand where we're going to be fighting these seven deaths, as well as what these things are. If uh, if it's if it's anywhere behind us, we may have um, have to do this with uh, a couple of hands to uh, tied behind our backs." I think they said we'd be fighting in the pit. Oh. Where's the pit? Yeah, let's go and take a look at it. Let's go about the uh, the terrain. Let's go. All right. So, um, it's pretty straightforward to head to the to the gate out of the citadel. Uh, sorry, out of the keep. Um, uh, there's a big. You can see a very grand raised uh, portcullis again glinting in bronze. Um, there is a small sort of gatehouse uh, squat building tucked away next to it. Um, there are a few dragonborns you recognize by their armor that they, again, are royal guards, just like the ones that are escorting you. Um, one of which kind of uh, uh, steps forward. The biggest of the bunch you recognize is Captain Auburn, the captain of the royal guard. Uh, says, uh, you are heading into city, yes? Is he the one that took the dagger from Mal's nose? Yes. Even for D&D, that's a strange sense. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is the one. Cool. Uh, if I'm standing behind you people, can I cast the text force? Okay. Clutching your medallion. Maris is just glaring at him. Just with uh, sheer disgust. Well, the captain of the guards or oh, this is happening. Yeah, at the captain of the guards. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Why not? Just just, uh, just glaring. Just not saying a goddamn word, but it's just like... He's just kind of... Uh, once I finish casting it, I'm just going to say to him, it's like, for the trial tomorrow, can we get our weapons back? Uh, all the weapons back tonight? Or can we get them in do we get them in the morning before the trial? You will get them in the morning before trial. It can off... We can, and we'll off, get... we can give back... One or two now, for your protection in in the city. But uh, we will keep most, especially yours. You have a bag full of weapons. You do not need all of them. I'm fine with waiting tomorrow. Just wanted to check, and we'll get all of our weapons back once the trial's over. And I'm really listening to his thoughts to see if he thinks about the bone dagger. Uh, okay, you're listening to his thoughts. So he says out loud, says, yes, yes, you get all weapons back. And in the, and listening to his thoughts, um, you you hear him you hear him think, we're gonna need them. Mm. 
Damn it. Uh, can I do the... I want to do the... What's the thing? You want to delve deeper? Where he needs to make a... Yeah, make a wisdom save so I get insight into its reasoning. Okay. And something that looms in its mind. So I'm hoping to What's get information on Dagger. It's going to be about... It's going to be a nine. Uh, yes, he fails. All right. So delving deeper. Do I get anything deeper about? What are you? What are you yeah, trying to find more, out? Yeah, more. I want to know if he took the, because I think he's taken the dagger because he's a red mage and he's the spy. So oh. I want to know if. Oh, he's... logical. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious if he's planning to keep the dagger, and I'm hoping to use his information. Okay, you, know, you get against him because he's the spy. So from delving deeper, you get all you really get about him and the dagger is that he thinks it's quite pretty thinks it's quite a fancy dagger and he wonders where it came from and kind of there's a and he also wonders how formidable you guys are for having such an item because you know that looks like that don't look like nothing you buy over no counter shit I really thought I had it with like uh, he's taken it he's, he's not going to give that back the captain of the guards of course yeah I love that. I love that this is all internalized, though. So none of the rest of the party are going to think you're mad. So that's great. Was it was an okay? Thought. It was definitely worth checking out. It's, a, it's an avenue no of inquiry. No one needs to know of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but as you kind of pull yourself out of uh, probing this this guy's mind, you do hear a familiar voice, just a little little chuckle. <laughs> an excellent plan, Seth. Though I'm afraid fruitless this time. <laughs> And last question for the guard. Where can I place a good bet on ourselves to win? Oh, and you see his 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 uh, stature changes somewhat here. He kind of uh, limbers up, rolls the shoulders a little bit and goes, Oh, gambling. Ah, yes. If you want to gamble, you go no further than uh, Caladan's Casino in the blue sector. Is that oh, near that can... the blue sector? Is that where they said the inn was? No, green the sector, the inn they said was in the green sector. Green sector. Oh, ah, uh, yes. forgive me. You're new to her, dear. You know we have uh, just the thing for. Uh, we don't often get visitors, but uh, perhaps this map will be helpful to you. And he uh, fishes out a scroll, hands it over to you, Seth. It's oh, a map of her. Thank you. Uh, very helpful. Thank you very much. No problem. Just give it back when you return. Uh, do not want it to, you know, go with you into the pit. No problem. And in the pit, we'll be fighting seven wyverns. And I want to listen to his thoughts as he tells me what the thing is. Okay. He, uh, he says, uh, none of us actually know what the... Uh, what these seven deaths are, we don't see them ourselves, only the results. <sighs> and in in his head, is that he, um, you hear uh, him thinking, hmm, uh, uh, what was it that you said, Seth, sorry? Said it could uh, be. Seven withens. It's like, seven withens? I never thought of that. Maybe maybe there could be seven withens, that would make sense. But then why would they be underground? That doesn't make sense. Instead, hmm, that's interesting. I've heard one with seven heads, or seven monsters with one head or or seven with hmm. it's, he's just like lost in thinking of like what this could be he's 
you, you kind of get flooded with rumors that this guy's heard about what the seven deaths actually are. Or seven trials. Okay, um, the monster at the end. Hmm, maybe. Well, uh, thank you for the information. Like, should we go, guys? Let's go. I want to clean out this caravan, chap. If we're uh, um, if we're an outside, if if no one has ever survived this uh, this trial, um, we could uh, seriously ruin this guy. <laughs> yeah. How much money do you have, Seth? Uh, like seven hundred gold. Oh, this is going to work brilliantly. <laughs> or oh, we die. Yeah, in which case, it doesn't really matter anyway. That's yeah, true. why would I bet on anything else? It's like bet it all. Yeah. It's like we'll be dead. Who cares? <laughs> oh yeah, but, uh, I mean, who knows what odds they're offering? This we, could get crazy. We do need to make sure that they can uh, pay out should we win. Yes. Yeah, because it's going to be yeah. millions. Uh, so I take it you guys are heading to the casino, are you? Making a beeline for the casino. Well, yeah. hang on. So the so the pit is it? I just had a look at the map that you very helpfully shared with us. So, so the most logical sequence here seems to me to be to go to the pit then to the blue sector, which is on the way to the green sector, and the green sector is where we want to wind up, because that's where the, the really hot leads are, but the Caladans Casino is in the blue sector on the way. I'm, Wait, I'm so, not sure what? if we'll need to go to the pit, because I was reading his thoughts as we were talking, and he generally has no idea what it looks like. Like, the pit is they're like a, sounds like their arena where everyone fights and they can see, but it sounds like we're going to be fighting the trial where no one... Uh, can see. Okay. What was the name of the place where the the information about these is supposed to be? Uh, the Salasen Inn. Yeah. Uh, well, as the well, there's gonna remind like, aren't we going to the inn? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, we'll that's, go to the inn over the casino. Over the casino. What? Well, I don't know how much time we've got. I feel like. The gambling should be deprioritized to the end. Yeah. I agree with Naomi. I, I would agree with say, Yeah. It's I was kind of hoping he'd say that the inn was um, a good gambling place. Most, most inns usually have a bit of gambling. I, there we go. I, I, I think right. if we go to the casino first, then we might not be able to get some of us, looks pointedly at Brucon and Seth, to leave. Uh, at any reasonable time. I think she makes an excellent point, and she just stares at, at the incriminated parties. Okay, I don't think that's end, true, and I stare <laughs> at Leo and Mal after they feel included. <laughs> <laughs> and Daenerys like stares at Leo and Malar because she's because <laughs> is staring at us. She's like, wait, should I be staring daggers at? That what? No, no. Brooke, Brooke like, oh, let's go to the um, end. Yeah, absolutely. As well, as Rusan's going to be safer in an inn. Mm. As mm -hmm. we start to maybe, perhaps move off in the direction that we're going in, Malar, like, is a little bit dumbfounded, and he's like, "Oh, now did nobody else here, Mister Seth, say he could read that person's thoughts?" Uh, Mr. Seth, we should we should discuss this. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Mallard, this is not going to be the weirdest thing we we've even seen today. 
we, we, like, yeah, we're yeah, hard. We, we, we do about, know that we, we do know that Seth is meddling with dark magics. We we he have already seen detected this. magic a number of times and knows the, knows something yeah. he doesn't let on to anyone else right, as far as I'm aware. I I, we, we knew about the creepy pendant, right? Let's just yeah. let's just yeah. This, yeah, like, you, now you, is not the time. <laughs> yeah, like like definitely like not looking to engage in actual conversation. Malar is just at the back, like, <laughs> no. oh goodness, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Uh, it, we, we, we all yeah. know that Seth is the <laughs> moody, goth, troubled one, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Just, uh, hey, let's I go. I didn't know this was news to Malar. Just to add to the let's cacophony. Uh, right so here. as you continue on, just to add to the cacophony of confusion, we know. when Malar goes, ooh, We're talking uh, about you, not you. Seth's <laughs> item goes off, and then suddenly you hear the recorded message of Malar going, oh, uh, Mr. Seth, I don't think you should be careful about that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a mess, uh, which abruptly stops your conversations. That's yay. Um, <laughs> great item. Um, and you guys can, so you'll start heading towards um, the green sector. Now, um, from outside the palace, there's a sort of a half mile track. Um, well, it's a paved road, actually, but you know, uh, leading to the city itself, which you can see is completely walled. It's a walled city. Um, and you, as as you saw on the flight in the uh, the towers um, that you would expect you know um, to be square are actually in fact spike shaped, although with some battlements adorned across them as well uh, here and the glint of bronze as well. Um, as you pass through the main gates into the city, you'll notice um, Seth because you've got the map. You'll note that to your right as you enter um, would be the bronze sector, and as you look at it, you can see there are uh, plenty of plumes of smoke uh, and industry there seems to be a lot of uh, work going on in that particular area and to your left would be the black sector and as you look at this in real life you see that it is uh it's it's only got a few buildings which seem to be quite uh well fortified buildings but it is uh there's a kind of a large plain that's covered covered in uh military style tents there are tons and tons of tents here it seems you know the bulk of the army would be around the black sector uh, of the uh, of the city, uh, and you recognise a few old tower-like buildings uh, at being those old fortified ones. So again, with a kind of spiky aesthetic to them. Um, so as you continue on um, towards the green sector, you're going to go past the pit. The pit appears like uh, essentially like the Colosseum uh, would be an equivalent of it. So, you know, large raked seating, very grand, very tall. Um, you can't actually see the pit as such, but you can see there are plenty of stairwells leading up to these, presumably uh, where all this seating is. Uh, and it's completely encompassed like a stadium. It's, it's a big round uh, uh, building obstructing view. And you continue on. Uh, you'll see the blue sector to your left. Uh, this... Uh, you notice the occasional wyvern sort of flying above the blue sector uh, with with a rider as well, uh, uh, taking off landing, doing all kinds of uh, drills and things. Um, it's a bit of a mess, the blue sector. Um, there's all kinds... You've got the kind of the old-style spiked uh, buildings. You've got uh, that accompanied by multi- multicoloured kind of squat um, 
some prefab shelter type buildings. There's all, there's a real hodgepodge of um, architecture in the blue sector. Um, but you do, uh, there's almost beacon-like for yourself and Brucon. You can see one building in particular uh, with uh, two of these uh, spiked uh, towers sort of flanking the edges of this building and a large, it's kind of, well, a huge brazier um, lit that's suspended in the air with caladans illuminated underneath in big letters. Oh. It's like you found the white city. Um, <laughs> gonna get that burger. Um, Minus gambling. <laughs> um, and then to your right, you note is the silver sector, or the sometimes known as the white sector, um, which is very. Uh, it's very colourful and contrasting, but it doesn't look like the real mess of side streets and stuff that the blue sector is. This one um, is a patchwork quilt in terms of architecture. But it, there seems to be it seems to be intentionally built in that way, uh, and there also seems to be a bit more activity in the streets here, uh, whereas most of the other sectors very quiet in the street. Not a lot happens on the ground. It seems that you know people keep themselves to their buildings. Um, one thing that has taken uh, your notice, um, those of you with a, a passive perception of sort of thirteen or higher, is that there are occasional people in the streets. Um, most of them kobolds and lizard folk, actually, uh, who kind of seem to be, uh, you know, you get an ill-favoured look from some of them, um, occasionally wondering if they're, uh, what, what they're, what they're thinking about as they look at you. They're, um, give you a look, make you feel a little uncomfortable. But as you, uh, continue on, at the very end is the green sector. Now, as you approach the green sector, you guys can see that, uh, this part of the city seems to be covered in mist in like a, a greenish mist it's hazy here unnaturally hazy because there's no reason weather-wise why this should be the case and concentrated in that area as well seems uh very strange indeed uh so um and you uh, you hear neris uh the guards kind of mutter to themselves oh i hope they know where they're going the green sector is easy to get lost in <laughs> Yes, and we don't want to have to drag them back dead before they've gone to the trial, huh? <laughs> yes. So here you are, heading to the green sector. Lovely people. <laughs> he heading to the <laughs> was green that all in Draconic? That was in Draconic, yes. So only Nerys could pick <laughs> that up. Nice. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Neris's ears twitch. <laughs> so it's it's hazy in front of you, and you're looking for an you're looking for that in. Uh, so, who's going to take the lead in the search through the mist through an unknown part of the city? Can we ask our guards? Ooh. I don't know. Can you, Neris? Can you ask the guards the way? Yeah, uh, uh, nearest nods and just turns and to the guard and say, "Can you um, point us in the right direction?" Where are you trying to go? The Salasen Inn. Salasen Inn. The Salasen Inn. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, stick close. Maybe you should all hold hands or something so you don't get lost. I'll go in front, he'll go in back. 
Nairis just looks around, just says, um, he says we should hold hands. Okay. Rickon jumps up and grabs hold of Mallow's hand. Nairis grabs the other one. Just sort of dangling. I'm going to take Brukon's other hand and try and hold my hand high enough so that he's even, so that he's not yeah! like half dangling. <laughs> one, two, three, do the swing. Brukon's like, swing me. <laughs> Brina just looks up at Leo and offers her hand. Like, just so you don't feel left out. I I think we should all hold hands, yes. So, holds Brina's hand. And then she also... takes Seth's other hand, hesitantly, but she'll take it. And Neris almost takes the like, to, like, to to the guard, like. <laughs> is Neris in front or yeah? Head. I get, I'm I'm not sure. I think towards the front. Yeah, let's let's say towards the front. Uh, and he just he just offers his arm. You know, because he's okay. So she's holding on to Mellor, <laughs> the guard on the other. Like, hey, we're off to see the wizard. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like one of those garden trains. It's really awkward because the guard's there with this like massive halberd and then trying to like drag this 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 little elf around, around with her train of. Oh, you cut out! You cut out! We can't hear you, Jack. Oh uh, no! And I've also noticed that my. There we go. Here you. I've also noticed that my recording stopped as well, so I'm gonna have to look into that because that must be a tech oh. issue at my end. I don't know what's what's happened there since the move. Is there anything um, resting on a key? It wasn't resting on a key. No, because you have to press two keys to stop recording. Oh, I know, I know, fancy, but uh, yeah, that, mm. that's that's okay. a major problem. So I'll, I'll have to download this session. But you guys don't need to know that. Uh, anyway, uh, it will go up on the YouTube eventually. It'll work. So, um, so you guys all linking arms, head plunge into the haze, uh, and Leobrin, the last guard, takes your other hand. So you know, he's at the other end of the, the line. And you hear him mutter something in Draconic, which sounds a little bit like, hold on to your butts, <laughs> but in Draconic. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that translates as. Yes. Uh, hello, nice to meet you. My name's Leo Brin. Uh, uh, the... <clears throat> uh, Sextus. Ah. Common. See? Little bit. Sextus, pleasure to meet you. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, Neris, you are first to be led into the haze. Um, you notice as soon as you enter um, that, yeah, the haze is prevalent throughout the green sector. It is hard. You have to squint to try and make out just what's in front of your face, really. It's not, it's uh, it's very difficult to see, and especially with the dying light now as well as we're getting in towards evening. It's getting difficult, getting difficult to pick out through here. Um uh, how, uh, however, the other thing that then takes your notice is that uh, it's quite twisty and turny. There seems to be a few uh, side streets and the like, uh, which could cause a few problems. Now, um, I need each of you to make... <laughs> uh, this will be uh, a grapple check. So you'll each have to make an athletics check to try and hold on to each other. Okay. Ah, the difficulties of walking. Oh no! I'm going to do this in the order that you're walking to make this oh, make no, sense. Leo is last. So Neris is first to make an athletics check. Sixteen. Sixteen. You hold true onto the guard. You're still going yes. strong, Malar. 
athletics check. Natural 20. So, uh, 23. <laughs> okay, natural 20 will have an additional effect. You hold on very tightly to Neris. Uh, you've got your trunk out as well, just to make sure you know where people are. And, you, and uh, Brucon Rips Neris' arm off. <laughs> uh, Brucon got a 9. Okay, 9. Malar, you feel Brucon go wayward with your natural 20. You reach back. Oof. Hang, and you pull him back in. Brucon, you're safe. You're still in the nice. group because of that natural Clutch 20. Clutch crit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, uh, Seth, you're... Uh... Oh, no, sorry. It's Brina. It's, it's, it's Brina before you. And Brina's not... No, I grabbed Brucon. Yeah, because I've got... It's Brina. It's Seth. Forgive me. Brina, you're right. Yes. Yeah, so 18. Seth, you're fine. Holding on to, uh, on, on to Brucon. Brina's hold, holding on to you. It's not a great roll, but it's what she needed. She got eleven. She's still hanging on to you. And Lee Oberyn, you are last. Okay, so I assume I have to meet beat eleven based on what you just said. Uh, you have to beat ten. Uh, I have to beat ten. Mm. So meet beat ten or beat ten. Uh, meet and beat ten. Excellent. I got ten. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so borderline. Excellent <laughs> clarification needed there. Uh, so, so yes, for a moment, uh, you uh, can't see the wood for the trees, and there are no trees here, and that's unsettling to you, Leobra, and this is not what you're used to. Uh, and, you know, as that thought takes hold in the greenish haze, you feel Brina's fingers begin to slip from you, and, oh, moments of panic. Oh, I'm going to be on my own. And then, and then these little fingers come up and grab you again, and you're... Uh, Still in the line, in the conga line of of excellentness. Yeah. I've still got the the dragonborn on the other end. That's true. You do. Uh, that's true. Yeah. You couldn't become completely lost unless he became completely lost. Oh no, he's also fine. God. Okay, also fine. So uh, a few twists and turns later. Uh, now that you recognise, you must be more towards the centre of the green sector, for it's uh, the haze is not as thick as it was at the edges you can see a little bit better here and you can make out uh it looks like a a, a standing um standing sort of yeah torch like a tiki torch i guess um outside uh of a stone building um it has a it has a small wooden sign hanging off it hanging off of it 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 seems indicative even of of Burekrin style inns actually this one however there's none of the joyful sort of uh, uh, sounds that you would expect from an inn it feels eerily quiet you can almost hear the tumbleweed rolling past it seems you have been brought to the inn uh, you want to go, go in or thank you very much shall we gentlemen Yes. We're at the back. We can't even see the place yet. It's like, are we there yet? We yes. stopped. Okay. So Nera's just, I guess, pushes the doors open and, and with one hand and drags the rest of the little choo-choo train into the inn. The, yeah. The... I demand that Brucon has been suspended between uh, Malar and Seth. <laughs> For the entire time and then they walk in he's still kind of there goes that was that was wonderful thank you everyone uh you can put me down now his little feet dangling yeah, exactly. and then they we don't. have entered like heroes 
we, we're, we're going to win the challenge that no one's ever won. Yeah, Seth's like massaging his shoulder a little bit after uh, carrying Brute on that length of the time. Yeah, to be, Neris, to be fair, yeah. Neris nudges Malar. Like, let's let's find these guys. Yes, Brucon Brucon weighs a fair bit, so yeah, I imagine Seth is a, is favouring that arm a bit. Let's head it. I, I won't sleep on this arm tonight. I'll rest it. Get it twice. <laughs> Malar is going to try and put tongues on himself again. Okay. Yep. It, this time and... it works. Um, yeah, you feel it, the effect coalesce around you. Uh, cool. Uh, I'm going to walk up to the bar. Um, yeah. So you recognise that that the spell has, has been has worked, um, although you couldn't. Although nobody was really speaking in the inn, which was a bit unsettling, because you norm you'd expect to instantaneously be able to understand everything around you, but there's nothing to understand. But as you approach the bar, yes, you can see that there is a. Um, a dragonborn um, with some very prominent green scales about their nose, um, with a very large hood uh, that obscures most of their features. Uh, and they say, uh, yes. If you gather, oh, it's interesting. Hello. Topic. Let me introduce myself. I am uh, Deacon Malar Shade Creek of the Hammerfern Institute of the Aid. And well, my friends and I, we're fighting something called the seven deaths tomorrow and well would quite like to know anything you know about it would you like a drink oh uh <laughs> I'll, just a water please <laughs> just a water ah <laughs> i'll turn back to the rest of the party and say oh uh, uh drinks 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 oh yeah what was uh i'm apologies jack i, ca I cannot personally remember but i know for a fact that brucon will be able to remember yeah the name of the the drez shared with him uh, the name Neary. of what the drink the the richiri drink the 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 local rot gut stuff oh yes i didn't write it down did i hang on <laughs> uh, uh well you don't have brucon, was it the, was it the richiri uh uh fireball yes yeah basically yeah brucon uh, brucon orders a fireball in a beach bucket <laughs> okay. Um God, you think that's such vital information. Why would I have not written it down? Alright, it's uh yes, it is the uh yes, the Rachiri fireball. <clears throat> Brucon orders let's say three for himself. Okay, the water since is, kind of, is playing. You you know Malar that the uh, the for the water there seems to be just a uh, you know a sink that's just full or like well it's a it's a wooden sink it's essentially like a very, a large bucket or ton that's just full of water and they just get a cup and just sploosh it in there and put it on the on the table. Uh, it's a good job Leo isn't seeing it because doesn't look that sat uh, sanitary. How they how they gather the water. Um, pulls out mm. the three uh, the the three drinks. Um, looks to Malar. Anything else? Party. Anything else? Have you asked for what the seven deaths is? <laughs> Mister Sefer, you've got to you've got to let me now. Let me tell you something. You've got to you've got to establish a rapport. You've got to work the contact, as it were. Uh, so no, not yet. I'm, I'm getting water. 
Okay, okay. Get your flirt on then. Come on. Oh, uh, that'll be it. Uh, what's the damage and uh, anything about the seven deaths? <laughs> uh, could you make a persuasion check, please, Malar? Come on, you charismatic elephant. Oh, boy. Things D&D make you say. Ah. I'm the bartender. Oh. Uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about what who, I was hoping who for. Who knew? Charming the bartender with, I'll have a water, can you tell me your culture's <laughs> secrets? Went down not well. At this point, I don't know if it's if it's actually Malar that's thinking that, or if it's me. Like, <laughs> there's definitely a bit of a grey area where the two of us overlap in this respect. <laughs> you see the, the flash of a finely toothy grin. Uh, and uh, she leans closer to you over the bar. Uh, this uh, gr uh, greenish dragonborn says that'll be uh, 20 gold uh, uh, 20 it's, um, hang on <laughs> different currency here <laughs> caught myself <laughs> Woo! that was close all right 20 gold Tw 20 uh, 20 jade dragons <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> mm. One moment. Uh, did anybody uh, visit the Bureau de Change on the way over the border? <laughs> because uh, I, uh, it's uh, gold, uh, it's jade dragons, not uh, gold. Perhaps if you would like to uh, press the uh, the money lender for information, you should go. They are across the street from here. You can exchange your currency, whatever it is. These drinks will be waiting red, for you. Red flag. Red flag. Brucon. Oh no, Brucon can't understand. No. Oh no. That's true. Malar's gonna well, insult well, check this person. And Neris is listening to this, so she's just gonna like. It's like one of those UN interpreters. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> as a ghost, she's like they're they're asking You're this. Still, they're just um, there, like, and. It down. Yeah, yeah, and now there's a <laughs> yeah, with the well, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so do, there's. A... Do we need to fight them yet? Uh, so no, you're inside not yet. Checking, yeah, my Probably. Yeah. Okay. She yeah, wants us to go across the streets and. Uh... <laughs> a drinking, a, a CD drinking establishment with a specially designated money changer nearby. That is. That that flag uh, is. Crazy. I'd ask people to go across the street as well if they had no money. Nine, a big nine. Okay, I mean she <laughs> seems overtly dodge. I mean, th there's something <laughs> about the uh, there's something about the hiss uh, when she speaks to you, uh, almost menacing the way she's kind of lounging over the bar. Um, however. Um, she does seem to notice you and trying to analyze her here and it says you don't think that anyone here would try to kill you while you're under the royal guard do you seriously you are new here aren't you <laughs> but Jesus Christ. again Neris does her Neris does her typical snarky glare like uh, this this really uh, obviously, Brucon isn't pr uh, properly privy to this exchange, but um, 
that Brucon was not worried about getting murdered in an alley so much as getting absolutely rinsed for all of the money. Neris says in Draconic, um, you don't take an IOU, do you? And it kind of leans on the bar, it's kind of emulating a little bit of her, like, but awkwardly emulating a bit of her body well, language. <laughs> I like it, you, because you, because um, she she flashed over to you when you. It was clear that you could speak the language when you you know, interrupted. Um, can you make a persuasion check, please? Mm -hmm. Please note the eyebrow action. <laughs> that is seventeen. Seventeen. She alters her stance so that she can mirror you. Okay. My friend, uh, if uh, if going across the street worries you, then you really do not know what you are in for in the morning. <laughs> but that as may be, I could exchange the money myself. If you were to give me your gold, I could always go to the money lender myself. Is not a problem. We're a bit tight on time, so yeah. that's what worries me, my friend. Well, in which case it is 50 gold pieces of your Burekrin currency. And that uh, was for the um, drinks and for the information that you are looking so... for. And she pointedly looks over to uh, a small table in one corner of the bar where you can see there are three individuals sitting. Uh. Neris just kind of goes like very smoothly, just okay. And she quietly like goes to to Malar, just tr to try to not be conspicuous. Just like she says, fifty gold pieces, and she pointed to uh, that table in the back. And if all of you turn around at the same time, so help me God, I will kill you all myself. Are you saying this in common or in what, in common? Because of Malar's obviously in common to to the guys, yeah. No. Okay. Um, Malar will stump up the fifty gold pieces, and then we'll look directly where <laughs> was pointed out. All right. Okay. And I'll oh, Mister Brook on uh, your <laughs> drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Lovely. This is perfect. Uh, I love how you carrying stuff just makes you disappear. <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah. It's the, it's the like I'm, no I'm one drunk, can see me drink. I'm a drunken master monk. It's I, I can't <laughs> help it. In the presence of alcohol, all of these strange abilities just naturally kick in. Yeah, Brucon like takes all of the buckets and just like yes, this is splendid, and uh, and carries them over. Neris, you uh, immediately just starts starts in on them. Uh, as you go to leave the bar, you note the bartender um, observes Brucon doing this and like instinctively puts a hand out to the pile of trays by her, and then just stops. And, no, this is much more fun. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a monk. I've got a lot of dexterity. Yeah. I, I, Brucon's backing himself on this one. All the way. So oh, you're, you're Neris kind of Neris kind of smirks. She's starting to like this bartender. <laughs> I can't tell. Is this going well? Are we getting information? So who's heading to the table? Yes. Um. So so Nerys just like says the same thing that she said to to Malai to mm. the rest, but like, in like sort of trying to stay cool, and hoping that the rest of the party will stay cool. 
Sabrina just leans against the bar stool, which is about her height, so. <laughs> I'm just picturing that only fools and horses bit where it's like, play it cool, play it cool. All right, so let's go. Let's let's go to this. Uh... Now this table is Malar Malar and I. Sure, you yep. two. Okay, yeah, because if all of you go, it's the table is not big enough for it's all of you. It's a bit weird. But, yeah. Um, okay, so the two. And of it's you, also not cool. It's not cool at all. <laughs> not cool. Fly casual, guys. Fly we're casual. Gonna, we're gonna try and look menacing, like you know, don't don't mess with them. Considering that we have no idea what anyone is speaking. And equally, you're the you're pretty you are the only non-dragon kind here, which is so you do stick out a little bit. Um, anyway, Neris and Malar. You approach the table where the three individuals sit. And uh, without looking up, you just hear one of them ask, Can I help you? Oh, well, yes. Let me introduce myself. I am uh, Deacon Malar Shadecreek at the Hammerfern Institute of the Eight. And uh, we have been told, my colleague and I, uh, that uh, you might know something about the seven deaths. Uh, one of them pulls back their hood. Ah, information about the seven deaths. So you are the ones, the spies from Vudaclin. Is that correct? We're not spies. Yes, of course. <laughs> So, the seven deaths you wish to know about. And that is uh, fortunate that you were directed to us. As we uh, know many things. Not just about the seven deaths. But if you wish to know about the seven deaths, I can tell you that uh, it is a creature that you will not have seen before. It is an ancient creature. It has many heads. Seven, to be precise each one representing one of the seven dragon gods. It is said that Ushtag kept it as his pet during his reign. And it stayed here after he was slain back in the Second Age, a long time ago. Um, well, that's just fabulous. Seven heads, uh, but it's one creature. Is there anything? Is there anything else that would be uh, useful for us to know? You know, probably gonna die, but regardless, maybe maybe we can make this more entertaining. For any uh, weaknesses or any tactics or um, anything it doesn't like, or anything it does like. There are many things that we can share with you, particularly if you survive the trial. We deal in business, and knowledge is our business. I can tell you, however, that it is not just the creature that you have to watch out for. Because when you are brought down into the pit, the ghosts of those who come before haunt the area leading up to the creature. So you must not tarry. You must not try and save yourselves by hiding away before the creature's domain. 
because you will die a very slow and painful death. An undeath. You will become part of the menagerie so of creatures that inhabit there. Just another day for us, really, at this point. I mean... Yeah, Brucon, this is all in common, right? Yeah, no, it's in Draconic. This is Draconic. It's in Draconic, okay, no worries. It's, hmm. um... Every day for Mallor, why is it always us? Why is it always us? Why? Oh, I... Ms. Nerish, you've got to, uh, you know, to, 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 you know, to enjoy life's succulent bounty, you must experience uh, its soul-crushing I, venomous poison first. I'm really trying not to experience the kidnapping again, and yet it happens over and over and over again. We're not spies, so if your guys just drag this over here, so... Well, yeah. Let, let us. Let, what, you, you will not walk this path uh, alone, Ms. Neris. Uh, you have the rest of us. Uh, I wonder if Mr. Seth maybe knows something about a seven-headed beast. He quite likes the uh, the animals. Uh, I uh, thank you, kind, uh, gentle uh, folk. Uh, mm, yes. So, Goodbye. Pleasure is ours. Just, I, I have a question. Hmm. Um, are you letting so Malar can we go, do you... magic barrier? Do we know if the anti magic barrier is still? It's you know, it's here. not here, oh, it's yeah. only in the palace, as far as you know. It's, yeah, okay. So, Neris is pretty steamed, and she just as she gets up, and her hand is on if, if you allow it, and her hand is on the table, she'll leave a burn mark of her hand on the table as sure, she gets yeah. up and leaves. All right, she's just like That's an angry and turns around and looks. Well, and like, well, all right. Basically, can I do a little intimidation check? Oh, you want to intimidate can I, them? Can I? Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to intimidate them a little bit. All right. Because she's um, steamed over all of this. Sure, make an intimidation check. Hey ho! Don't forget, you've got your ring of conviction. I haven't done one in a while. If you want to have advantage, you can use your ring. Ugh. Yeah. Why not? Drama. Yes. Okay. Yes. Natural twenty. Oh my god! I have got I've got plus six on intimidation. So twenty six. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. So the, t the two other folk who had not said anything and had their hoods up kind of recoil from the table as uh, as the burn mark takes hold. It kind of you, you actually burn away the first <laughs> layer of of the wood, so it almost mm. your hand sinks into the table. It like melts into the table a bit, embossing that kind of uh, your handprint into the table. Mm. The third one. Also, the one who's speaking to you also kind of moves back and then looks back to you and has, uh, you can see now um, uh, their slightly reptilian eyes are kind of wide, but also very intrigued by you. Very intrigued by you. Kind of that calculating look that the king gave you back at, well, you weren't here, but the king gave Neris very, yeah. very calculating looks, very, very interested in Neris. Um, mm. Yes, mm. there you go. Drama. Drama. Okay. Drama. Neris sort of angrily saunters to the rest of the party, um, and and basically relays the information. Right. But in like a really, that's just like just goddamn seven deaths. It's apparently a goddamn beast with us with seven dragony heads, 
and I'm over it. I'm just over all of this. I quit. I'm done. Can we just leave? I'm just... When oh. she says seven heads, can I do a history check to see if the stuff that I looked up before going, like if I can remember anything about you can. what that was? Yes, you can. It's going to be a difficult check, Ooh. but you can. Yeah, no, not good. Uh, nine. It's not ringing any bells. You're like, how many heads do the basilisk have? Oh, shit, any chance Brucon can have a history <laughs> check in case one of his like uh, you know one of his childhood tutors happened to mention something that matches? The you know what? Given your something. background, yes, you can also make a history check. Yeah. Cool. Let's see what we come out of with this. Oh, okay. That was flirting with being a terrible role, but in fact, it's a twenty-one. Oh, twenty-one. Okay, with the twenty-one. You, uh, you remember, unfortunately, this doesn't give you any more information than Neris has ascertained. However, now you get that information because she hasn't relayed it all to you. Um, so, so you had heard of a many headed creature, uh, like in history lesson, but it was meant, you know, it's more folklore, really. It was, you know, it seemed a mythical creature that, uh, uh, brave warriors would, uh, try and, uh, uh fight. Brave Burekrin dwarves would, uh, attempt to fight one of, uh, one of uh, Ushtag's many uh, abominations. Uh, yes, you had heard of a, a many-headed dragony beast, uh, but you didn't get anything from that in terms of weaknesses or, ha or how and if it was ever defeated. In fact, that seems to be mm, conspicuously absent, actually, whether it was defeated at all. Right. Okay, well... Uh, Brucon, uh, assuming Brucon hadn't already finished his drinks, he finishes his drinks in one fell swoop. Um, how uh, you would, with a twenty-one, you would get a name to put to this beast, though. Okay, hit me. It's called a Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all we knew it was a Hydra. We just wanted to clarify. A many-headed Hydra. <laughs> a many-headed Hydra. Oh, and uh, 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 seeing people sort of after Nerys has come over and given the day to die. Um, seeing people sort of squint into middle distance, trying to remember stuff. Malar will also chip in. Oh, uh, there's um, also ghosts as well, apparently. Wait, wait, Hydra ghosts? Oh no, the ghosts of the things slain by this seven deaths. Oh, I hope we don't become haunt... ghosts too. I don't know how to fight ghosts. Can you stab them? No. Well. Uh, apparently, Bruna, that is a very real possibility. They uh, said, do not tarry. Oh. Well, so I guess, well, jump into the pit and, and first, my last one to the Hydra is a ghost. Well, I guess if we work together, okay. we, we should be successful. I mean... We, we haven't failed before, have we? Okay. We'll and Lara just looks away and, and thinks about Mala. the time she died. <laughs> Brita <laughs> no idea about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll all handle the Hydra. Mala, you handle all the ghosts, so that's your area of expertise. Oh, well, uh, I will do my best, Mr. Seth. Yes, that, um, I anticipated this would be my... Uh, my burden to bear. Cool. You deal with all of them. That's it. Great. Hmm. So, uh... 
<laughs> the, the, the item goes off again. Oh, uh, Mr. Sapphire, be careful about that. But I don't think you can stab a ghost. I'm pretty can sure you? if it if it helps, I'm pretty sure I can punch them. Rito just looks at Rico. <laughs> <laughs> what? You are so cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> Brucon uh, has has been sitting on a burp, and but he has just, I reckon, at this point, necked all three of those. Yes, you do bibles. need to make a con uh, constitution I... check. Well, three, sorry, because you know, each one. Oh, uh, one one per drink. Oh, magic. Okay, well, here yeah, we go. They, it was a potent drink, as, as you recall. Gonna roll these on mass. Holy shit! Okay, so the worst roll there was a thirteen. Then we have an 18 and a natural 20. All right. So natural 20, bam. On to the next one. No problem. First drink, didn't even feel it. Second one, 18. Great. Not a problem. Third one, 13. I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> yes. Got a bit that's, of a kick, that's but you're okay. ideal. That's Brucon's ideal operating situation right there. That I'm fine. This is fine. And this is fine. I'm a little bit hoarse, but otherwise unaffected. Yes, sold. Excellent. Fieryness in the throat. Lovely. All right, so you neck your three drinks, uh, and everyone's had their moment of pondering to the middle distance. What are you doing? What, what's, what are you doing now? Yes, you should head back. Go back. Get ready for the morning. Did you want to go by the casino on the way? Place pets? Uh, yeah, I mean the the language issue is 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 real, but um, but we we let's, yeah. let's give it a go. All right. Uh, so Neris uh, asks asks the guard for directions. Okay, we shall lead you up. And, and then just automatically grabs grabs his arm. He's like a little bit taken aback by this, and goes, "Okay." At least we're not trying to get away. He should be happy. Oh, uh, yes. Of course. Yeah. So there's grabs his arm, and then just like, <laughs> come on. I I just want to train. I, I just want to make sure no one got the wrong idea. You know, it's it, it's train. Okay. Uh, I just <laughs> love how we've gone from like burning tables, intimidating them, to come on, guys. Grabs arms and burn the table. Like, I feel like we're skipping out of there. Links arms. <laughs> yep. Um. So so Neris, as you go to leave uh, the inn, a hand grabs you on the shoulder. And uh, you kind of turn to see who this and, is. But angrily, because she doesn't yeah. like touching. I don't like being yeah, surprised. Exactly. Like, just like, yeah. It is the third of those uh, of those dragonborn that were around the table. Uh, he, he looks you dead in the eyes. He's very close to you and he says, There are those like you. Those who have an interest in you. Those who may have an interest in... What is to come? They have been spotted along the dock sector. Those with the red cloaks. So you know. Nairis just kind of tries to keep her cool. She just said, Well, shit. Just like, box out. <clears throat> Let you go. Right. It almost, almost kind of drags the, the guard out. Right. Come on, let's go. Like... We're done. Yeah. Here. All right. 
All right, so guys, uh, you will need to make athletics checks as you leave to make sure you keep linking arms. Natural 20 for Brina. So in order, 18. we've got Neris manages to hold on to the guard. Malar. Natural 20 again. Natural 20 managed to hold what? on to Neris. <laughs> absolute madness here. Rukon, you were next. Eight. Eight. But with the natural 20 from Malar again, you're kind of wrenched, <laughs> <laughs> wrenched back into the fold. You keep trying to wander so, off. So, no, 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 no. So we're doing the carrying routine again, but Brucon now is a bit pissed, so he's singing badly as they go. Yeah, so as, as... time. <laughs> I was holding him with my right arm before, but it's a little bit tired, so I've changed to the left side to make sure they're both evenly tired. You probably need a stronger arm because he keeps on lurching as well, because, you know, swaying drunkenly, also swaying in the breeze. Uh, Seth, what did you get on your athletics? Uh, 12. 12. Okay, yeah, you hang on to Brucon. Despite him flailing around, you managed to keep a hold of him. Uh, Brina got a natural 20, so she's very tightly clinging onto your hand this time. Leobrin. 12. 12. It's getting better. Again, you're good. And Brina's also clutching very tightly to you as well. And she tries to copy Brucon, actually, and like gets, tries to swing up. She's like jumping up. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, as this is as this is happening, Nera's just kind of like cocks her head over to to Mallard so like the red mages are here. Oh, there's Neris. Oh my. Okay. One terrible thing at a time. Um, <laughs> now if we all okay. if we all die in the pit, it'd be great, but maybe they'll they won't want us to die just yet. Okay. Okay, I'll uh, I'll mention this to uh, and I look down at Brucon and I think, oh, never mind, not for, I, not for tonight. I know that Damon doesn't want me to die yet, or at least I'm pretty sure he doesn't want me to die yet. So um, it could be useful, and also mm. then we can kill them. Hmm. Okay, Ms. Neris, we should um, perhaps have a. A stratagem in place if this comes to pass. Let us get back to the Citadel or we'll discuss this further. I, I like this the gravity of this conversation while we're riding the choo-choo train. Good times. <laughs> woo woo! We're all about to die. <laughs> woo woo! <laughs> With a dangling dwarf. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Look at them all standing in a row. Yes, excellent. Um, so you are led out of the green sector. Uh, the blue sector is conveniently next door to the green sector. Um, as, and you noted it before. So you can get to it on your way back. And uh, like a shining beacon, Caladan's Casino right there. Now this, uh, now this, unlike the green sector, not covered in haze, so you don't need to be linking arms uh, at this point. Although Brucon, you might want to. I don't know. Um, I'm not letting him go. He's, he's going to wander off. Yeah, I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll flank Brucon. <laughs> okay. Well, in my, in my head, Cannon, he's facing the wrong way as well. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, Brina is seeing this and and is still holding on to your hand, your other hand, Seth. Assuming we're still that you're still doing the thing, like, and Leo as well. That's fine. Yeah, is this okay? Okay. Um, all right. So <clears throat> heading towards the casino now. Uh, again, unlike the green sector, uh, 
when you get to the casino itself, you can see that it is full of activity. There are uh, a lot of tables, um, card tables, that is. Uh, there's, a, there's a few sort of groups uh, playing uh, it, what looks kind of like, well, Dragon Chess. Uh, Brucon, you'd be familiar with Dragon Chess. Um, uh, there's a few tables of that with people crowded around. It seems like there's some, you know, top of top of their game people there. There's a um, uh, there is a uh, a roulette wheel as well. Um, it's, it, there's there's a there's a lot of games here and some bright colours and uh, it's all well lit. Uh, there also seems to be a bit of debauchery going on around the place as well. There are various sort of dragonborns lounging over each other and uh, uh, getting a bit too friendly. Uh, yeah, seems to be a bit of a hive of activity. Uh, there is a notable amount of guards standing outside the casino. It would appear that they are glorified bouncers. Stop. Oh. Hello? You wish to enter casino? Yes. That's why we're here. Okay. It is, uh... It is five jet dragons per person. And, uh, uh, and you can exchange coin for chips over there. We, we didn't do the exchange thing, did we? Nope, nope. Okay. Do you accept other currency for out of towners? I mean, we're not, but we're not here to, uh, um, I hope you appreciate how much, how painful this is to say. But um, we're not here to um, do kind of random gambling. We were looking to bet on ourselves in the uh, in the trial. Oh, so you, of course, you are the ones, the spies from Burakrin. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's us, yes. but not the spies. We're not spies. Uh, uh, yes, uh, we are the extremely prominent, flamboyant, not at all easy to mistake uh, for somebody else. Spies from Bureaucrat. Then yes, you must right? be very good spies, for a good spy would never say they are a spy. Well, everyone here thinks we're a spy, so we're obviously not great. But more than that, we place a big bet. Oh, Mallor, oh, can, can I burn them? How big are we? <laughs> can I burn? Please. Can I burn? Please, please. Can I just just a little bit? What's that about burning? Just... <laughs> we want to burn all our money by betting. Ah ha ha! Yes. Uh, well, well. Given the situation, and you are new here, presumably, this sort of uh, ex excuse me. And then uh, in draconic, you hear him sort of uh, chattering away to one of his subordinates, like, "Hey, bring, bring, bring the big guy out. Bring the big guy out." Uh, scampers off uh, a couple of kobolds appear um, in front uh, kind of carrying various ornamental items and before you know it Caladan himself appears with his very uh, very very big personality very large self very big flowing robes and uh, looks at the, all of you with a moment of recognition ah, I know all of you you were at the uh, the hearing before Yes. Yes, that's us. So are you. You're apparently the head of state security as well as in charge of this gambling establishment. Mm -hmm. That seems fine. I have fingers <laughs> in many pies. Many pies. Yes, obviously. Yes. You are looking at the One richest man 
The richest dragonborn in all of the kingdom, yes. <laughs> then you're who we need to place a bet on our victory tomorrow. Yes, I take it you don't have any uh, of the dragonborn currency, no? No, we're... What an up. observation. Oh, I see this gonna... one has a sense of humor. <laughs> well... Hopefully that stays intact tomorrow. <laughs> but let's at, at this that. Brucon when he says that, Brucon leans over to Neris and says Trez was like this as well. They've got a really weird sense of humour. But because he he means to whisper it like quietly, mm -hmm. but he's pissed. So instead he announces it <laughs> to the entire got a really <laughs> weird sense of humour. Like, okay, yeah. Jake, you're a blit you're got a hell of a lot of bliss right now. <laughs> that loud. <laughs> Uh, okay. Neris just like stares at him like almost like blankly like okay so we're fine everything's fine so so you know if you if you are going to die tomorrow <laughs> you must live for today that's what they say so uh, I can of course exchange your currency for you if you that would be of interest to you well, let's yeah, talk. Yeah, you should first. be studying. Thanks for tuning in. Saying every, he, she hey, said, hey, says, hey. everyone looking fabulous. Hope everyone's doing awesome. Mm. Thank you. I hope you are as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brucon's reply to Caladan is, well, let's talk odds before we talk about uh, exchange rates. What, what, what would you offer? Ooh, uh, this one's not green about the gills or the scales, <laughs> depending. <coughs> so, ooh, so you, the six of you against the seven deaths. Well, in terms of an action economy, I would have to say that the seven <laughs> certainly would beat six, but, uh, uh, hmm. There's also we 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 hear about ghost, that there's a ghosts uh, factor apparently as well. There's a sort of supernatural element uh, going on as well. Ooh, it's boogly boogly scary. <laughs> yes, and we're quite the adept warriors. And I'm gonna pull out one of the daggers and I'm going to try and do like a throw up and catch it. And I'm going to purposely fumble and be like, yes, we're very good warriors. Um, as, oh, yeah. as, uh, as you Bru fumble Brucon's like Seth shut up and then he does it and Brucon does a backflip and falls flat on his face <laughs> <laughs> okay so what happens right Seth throws the dagger up Seth, uh, Brucon does a backflip as Brucon lands on his face Seth fumbles the dagger the dagger is about to hit the floor in fact right near Brucon's face actually well his head and uh, suddenly it stops and you see Caladan's put out his hand and you see a, a, a ghostly hand has, is holding the dagger and then he floats it back up but Yes, uh, thank you. We're quite usually good fighters. Just going to make a little insight check against you guys. Uh, so can you, okay, so can you make a deception check, Seth? Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> deception. Uh, 19. All right, that beats his insight. So, all right. He just looks like there's a moment that kind of where the seriousness has come from him summoning the mage hand to then looking between the two of you. Then, <laughs> yes, of course, <laughs> adept spies indeed. So I think if I were to make 
uh, if I was a betting man, which I am, I would say that uh, <laughs> I would I would imagine odds on you to beat the seven deaths, the undefeated seven deaths. Let us not forget. I would put your odds at. Outsider, uh, you are outsiders. There are many of you, but uh, mm, if we were to say one hundred to one odds, what? <clears throat> <laughs> it's it's literally never happened before, uh, uh, and you're giving us hundred to one odds. Okay. Uh, hmm. Yes. Cool. Uh, was, yes, I'd was, like to take those. If odds. it was just one of you. It would be a thousand to one, but as it is oh, six of you, a hundred to one. I will take those odds. And what is there a maximum amount of gold you will take? Well, mm, mm, uh, maybe we can sweeten the pot a little bit. What if we were to say it is a hundred to one odds that you defeat the creature, or I could offer you, let's say, two hundred to one odds. That you defeat the creature, but only half of you survive. Hmm. Sorry. Wait. If we kill. Wait, 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 wait. That's the wrong way around. <laughs> 200 to 1 odds that you defeat the creature and you all survive, or 100 to 1 odds that only half of you survive. Gold. Brugon spits in his hand and holds it out to the guy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's like 100 to 1, but if we all live and then kill the other ones, yeah, exactly. we get more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was slightly backwards. Um, yeah, Brukon goes, yes, absolutely. Yes, I will take the 100 to 1 odds. My how arms much, up here because how here. much gold are you gold. offering? I have to be a rich man. How much have you got, Steph? 700. And I have 500. So 1,200 gold. So I'll throw in the 100 on that. So that makes it 2,000 gold you guys are putting in between you. Right. I mean, do we trust this guy to pay out? If he doesn't, we're going to fuck him up, right? Yeah, true. True. Um, I I, I suppose if, if I die, I don't need the money. Exactly. Um, Can we get a receipt? <laughs> but of course. I'll, 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 I'll add... Mm, I don't like the way he says that. Um, on the other hand, if we lose, we're, we're, I'm dead. Uh... <laughs> So it's fine either way. Uh, I'll I'll add five hundred to the pot as well. So, Hold on, Brucon. Brucon looks around. Are the guards that we came here with still with us? Yes. Our chaperones. Yes. Okay. Brucon uh, turns to them and then uh, to uh, Neris and uh, Malar and says, um, "Could could we just get him to repeat everything he just said uh, in Draconic, please, so that the, these." Fine chaps can uh, can act as witnesses. Sure, and Malar will ask him to do that. So, um, before we agree to terms, <laughs> I need you to make clear to me which one you wanted to go ahead with. Is it the one hundred to one that you know that half of you will survive, or is it the two hundred to one that all of you will survive? Yeah. If we do the hundred to one, and all of us survive, we still win. Yeah, you still win the one hundred to one odds. Yes. Cool. I'm 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 doing hundred to one. Sure. Yeah. 
I'm I'm in for yeah. that. Yep. The, yeah. So to uh, to clarify, one hundred one hundred to one, we win an unspecified number of us alive at the end of the as yeah. like, more than more, more than none of us alive at the end of the fight. And our money is times a hundred. Um, and our money yeah. is times it's a hundred to one odds if um if half of you or above survive. Yeah, If less than half of you survive, you'll get nothing. Uh, if if all of you survive, it, you're still going for the 100 to 1, but the other alternative was 200 to 1 and everyone survives. But only if one of you dies, none of you get any money. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if we the 100 to 1 odds, then... Yeah, it seems, yeah, hedging your bets seems a good... I'm just going to re-roll a rich character. It's fine. <laughs> a rich dragonborn out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, so, so sorry. I just need to keep track of uh, of money here. So, Brucon, you're putting in twelve hundred. Did you say? No, five hundred. I was going to say, and I'm doing seven hundred. Five hundred, seven hundred. I was 7? adding Brucon. Oh, oh, forgive me. You two together was twelve hundred. Right. So, Seth, seven hundred. Brucon, five hundred. Mala, one hundred. Anyone else? Yes. Uh you said my 500? 500 for Leo, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's, 18, 18, that's 1,800. That's Yes. Oh, question. Uh, yes. If the person who puts their money in, like, is it a group deal? Yes. So it's lump sum okay. together. Yeah. So just checking that if I die, my friends still get the money. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we're putting, yeah, this is, yeah. Oh no, we've set up. Oh no, are we setting up a tontine here? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just play, play, playing the numbers and going, we're going underground, there's going to be a ceiling, I could die. I just, so, want, to make sure, I just want to make sure that my 500 doesn't go the, the, the moment a fireball goes off. Yeah. Brucon looks at, Brucon is staring at Seth the entire time he says, I want to be absolutely clear, this is not a tontine. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we make, I will make a note. It's the uh, you, everyone puts some money in, and the last person alive gets all of it. Ah. Well, I can get all the money. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, I didn't even consider no, that. That's the thing. We, again, we are not doing that. Um, we also can't because if only one gotcha. person survives, and I yeah. wink at Brucon. Um, if if only one person survives, no one gets the money. Um, well, the distract guy does. Can I? And and Brina offers a little coin purse as well. I I. We can make it a nice even two thousand. I I have two hundred. Okay. Pop pops it in. Thank you, Brina. I mean, your life is also on the line. I I'm hoping to live too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always a hope. <laughs> kind of looks round to Neris, who's notably the only one who hasn't put any money in. <laughs> Uh, you are muted. She looks around and because she doesn't like gambling, really. Fair enough. Not for um, prepared to be the poor one in the party. How how much has everybody contributed? Sorry. Um. Oh, it 2, varies. Uh, there's two thousand in total, but like for instance, Mallow put in a hundred, Brina put in two hundred, Leo and Brucon put in five hundred, and Seth put in seven hundred. I'll throw in a hundred, but reluctantly. Kind of like she has an icky feeling about all of this. We're all gambling. Especially knowing knowing that 
knowing that there is a the, the red mages are there as well, so she might, regardless, not. The odds are stacked against her. Mm. Enjoying this money. Uh, the odds are hundred to one. They are stacked uh, very high against us. Yeah, even more so against Neris. This is this is good. This is this is this really. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I mean, the chances that this guy gives us two hundred thousand gold if we survive this this mm -hmm. fight. Mm -hmm. I, I, honestly, I I'm, I'm, even if it doesn't happen, I'm I'm willing to yeah. uh, fly close to that sun. Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah be... just let's try. Yeah, it's, oh, it's it. the insane amount if we don't die. Rides to all of our through all of our side quests in a golden carriage. Absolutely. Yeah. With eight white horses that are also magical. Dude, yeah. I will buy you a baby hydra to raise if this comes yeah. out. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Brucon you know why? We can afford it. <laughs> yeah, Brucon wraps up to every encounter from now on head to toe in fur with a pimp cane. <laughs> and grills. And grills. Yeah, abso absolutely 100%. And a <laughs> perm. But Black Dynamite, I'll sell drugs in the community. Anyway, sorry, that's <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, Caledon grins uh, to all of you, like counting up. Okay. Um, offers the the coin. Uh, well, uh, one of his kobolds brings up a chest and dump all the money in there. Uh, and, uh, uh, he, he tells him to you know count up the, the gold. So. Let's draw this up then. And the, the mage hand reaches, grabs a quill, and a, uh, and he holds up some parchment, and the uh, starts writing what he wants uh, to be written. So, one hundred to one odds that the creature is slain, and over half of you survive. Did we say uh, defeated? What? You never said anything about the creature being slain. Hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying now. The creature has to be slain. You have to kill the creature. Yes. That's but changed. do we know? No. What? No one. Look, no one is willing to explain to us any of the rules about what the trial of the trial of the seven deaths is. Oh, so um, you, you can't oh. just say, "Oh, oh, so, so, uh, so uh, you're you." Oh, so you would rather be able to dispatch the creature in some other means that means it is still alive rather than dead i mean i'm just saying if we if, if we win but the creature isn't dead uh, but we're all fine and there's no chance that the creature yeah. can kill us oh well it's mm -hmm. we're victorious pile of rubble. oh well i well in which case we must cha uh, i must well, change the odds with that uh, particular uh, that particular eventuality that is slightly different so uh, and it's the mage had scribbles out what was what he was writing mm. starts again okay so <laughs> in which case to defeat the creature, and more than half of you survive. Uh, I think it's thirty to one odds. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, the creature's never been defeated. Sorry, you're, you're saying that it, you think it's easier to defeat the creature without killing it than killing it. Perhaps so. We finally have some information. Yes, that's yeah, that's that that is uh, useful to know. Okay, what do, we, what do we think, chaps? I mean, if you keep questioning the deal, I'll just keep lowering the odds, so... Well, no, you changed the deal, like, midway through. Like, just as you are writing the paperwork down, you suddenly changed one of the words. Oh, important. oh, I'm sorry, sorry. And the mage hand screw was out again. 
Uh, oh, so 20 to 1 odds, yes? Okay, let's go, guys. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Rukon turns, turns around. Rukon turns around and walks away. Without the deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The money's in the. You put the money in the chest. <laughs> no, we got it out to oh, show okay. him. We didn't give him the money before we've even agreed to the friggin' bet. Like, no, absolutely okay. no. Okay. Have I handed right. this guy my money before I've even agreed yeah. what the contract is? Okay, no, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Um, we showed him the money. Yeah, that yeah. We the cobalt was counting the money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's yeah, totally fine. Right. walks away. This man does seem like a horrendous criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is totally fine. I don't mind. I don't mind him being a criminal, but he's also a moron who doesn't know like free money when it's <laughs> walking into his casino. So fuck it. Yeah. Does he respond to Brucon walking away at all? Are the rest of you staying, or or are you going? With no, Brucon? kind of like following following Brucon. Yeah, we we thought we were coming to a reputable establishment, not somewhere we <laughs> oh, trying to con us out of our thing. No, no, no. Sorry, we were mistaken. I'm sorry, you bureaucrat types. Don't have the sense of humor. Come back here. None of us are from bureaucrats. Let's be let's be clear. Uh, here. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need I'm to very know very much that. As is Mallor, and technically Brina, I guess. Um, well, Malo's mm. been a resident of Burekrin yeah. for a long enough time. He's, okay. You know. Uh, anyway. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Okay, okay. It's hey. It is part of the negotiation, you know. Uh, so, defeating the creature is not the same as slaying the creature. Now, I do not know that much about the creature, only that it has not been defeated yet. But uh, nor has it been slain. Uh, so. So, if you are making the distinction between defeated and slain, then that says to me that you believe that one is easier than the other. So, I would like to make it clear then that if you were to defeat the creature and over half of you survive, I believe that that is worth the odds of 50 to 1. I'm fine. Brucon turns to Seth and goes, no, this guy's an idiot. We shouldn't be gambling with this guy. He's a moron. Look, he, he I thinks, have no problem with taking a moron's money. He thinks subduing something... No, uh, well... He thinks subduing something is easier than just straight-up murdering it. He's, he's clearly got no idea what he's talking about. We, you know, we shouldn't be in any kind of financial transaction with someone this... <laughs> but this this phrasing covers us. We we're, All we have to do is literally just walk in here tomorrow after we've won and the money, and we get our money. All right, Seth. And if not, he's then picked a fight with the people who have beat who have beaten an unkillable creature. This is true. Cool. All right. Fifty to one, then. And he nods to Seth. See, I uh, think it was reasonable. Yes. So if you had gone with slain the creature 100 to 1 and not anything, you could have gone with it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 50 to 1 odds, then. I don't like this, and I don't like you. And if you could keep pissing me off if I survive this, just know something bad's going to happen. I don't know quite what it is, but it will happen. Oh, I'm... I think there's a pretty uh, good chance it's going to involve a Hydra. I'm sure it will, uh... 
Yes, but that's why I mm. have a legion of... Oh, it will! That's why I have a legion of wyvern riders at, at my command. You can have your you can have your legion, something bad will happen. Okay. Okay. Or okay. something very good okay. will happen if you win, yes? Uh, but not for you. Well, no, I'd be out of a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. So... Yes. Yeah, so I don't think I don't agreed. think threatening him works. I don't think threatening works. No. But technically, his bet is that we're going to die tomorrow. And saying if 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 we live, bad shit's going down. You may well bankrupt me. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> let's go. Let's take our brewcon to bed. I'm just going to make sure drunk brewcon is yeah, going in the right direction. Yeah, and let's go. At this point, has at this point brewcon has wandered off and is eyeing the roulette table contemplatively. <laughs> no, no, we just spent all our money. Let's go. No, no, I, I get. I was very careful not to spend all my money. <laughs> um, but brewcon is willing to be led away from the roulette table if we're done. I make sure we get our receipt. And we leave. Yeah. Oh, um, and, the... and the guards witness. Yeah, the guards witness, witness it. Well. It's written in. Um, it is written in Draconic. However, the uh, the contract. But um, you know, Nera speaks Draconic, and you've got the guards there, so yeah. you know you can ra you can ratify that. Yeah, the co so it, it, the contract exactly says that you know defeat the creature, um, and over half of uh, the six of you, and, and then they take your names, get you named, uh, or. Well, there's descriptions of you, but they, you could write your names if you wanted to. Um, yeah, uh, over half of this group survive. Um, signed and witnessed. Uh, to the Excellent. sum of 2,100 gold pieces, uh, Burekrin gold pieces. Uh, yeah. Puts in his chest and goes, A pleasure doing business with you, and best of luck for tomorrow. Does, yes. does he have like anything like a something placed on top of like a, a table or podium or or something anything nearby does he have what sorry basically Neris wants to pass it aggressively while like making unblinking eye contact like just tip whatever he has like a pen or something small on the table just like that's right well <laughs> you're standing out, i mean you're standing outside but there are um... is there like a, a vase or or i'm afraid there, there a little are... statue well or... well no, no, no but there are some there are two kobolds one of which um has the the chests where the money has been put in and the other of which uh has uh parchment and quills and that kind of thing you could knock into them i guess I'll just, I'll just, like, Neris will just, like, take the, the, you know, the top parchment on that little pile that they have, if they have one, just, like, just knock it off, but, like, make eye, eye contact with the guy, just like, that's right, bad shit. It's here in Draconic, him and just shouts at the uh, kobold to pick it up. Before, <laughs> before, before laughing away and turning around and heading back into the casino. And she turns around again, like, you know, multiple times as she's walking again. It's just, like, every time, she's like, that's right. Grabbing Grabbing Exactly. Yeah, like being dragged away. <laughs> exactly. all that. All it's of that all of that. Meanwhile, Bruce There's something snapping in there. Oh, 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 what are you talking about? I've been dragged away. I've got a bit of roulette. It'll be fine. Um, you eventually um, <clears throat> are dragged back to. Um, uh, to the palace. Uh, on the way, Brina kind of tugs Leo's arms and goes, um, uh, did you say that the king was going to give us some things to help us? Yes. That's, uh, that's what he told me. Okay. Maybe they'll be there when we get back. 
yes, yes, they'll be delivered to our rooms at some point. Maybe when we get our stuff in the morning or oh. secretly at night. I don't know. What time what is it? Plan is. Looks to the skies. Bong, bong, <gasps> bong. Uh, they have some sort of it's four twenty system. All of the watch and all's well. No, you don't hear that. Um, uh, there are, uh, but you do hear over. You hear eleven bongs. Uh, but the last bong kind of pulls into focus where the bonging is coming from. You see, um, as you are passing the bronze sector, there is um, a small stool which you uh, uh, which you hadn't noticed before um, with. One um, sort of hunched over, very thin-looking figure in a very large sort of black cloak, a uh, hooded cloak. Um, they have uh, arranged on their stool a bunch of um, coffins, and they have uh, in that one sort of very thin, pale hand uh, a very small bell, which sounded very loud uh, from before the the bong, and then you see it, and it's a tiny little bell in their hands and you doesn't they don't look at you this creature they, they they continue looking at their stool tending to what they're doing as you go past but you all hear them say uh, is your time up tomorrow um hopefully not we're just going to fight uh, the seven deaths sure would be fine exactly just don't tarry that is oh is that a secret code oh, what do you say don't tarry don't, don't tarry don't, don't tarry don't wait don't stay in the pit longer than you have to okay if you want um... to pass to the other side then you don't want to be haunted in a stuck in a haunted place Oh, right. Hmm. Thank you. Your bells are very impressive. You have no idea. Are we flirting? Mallow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. <laughs> Chat's lit. Sorry, up. I, I just... um, uh, Mallow, can you make a religion check for me, please? Uh, that's going to be 16 so uh, so Leo says I'll be flirting and the creature just there's a smallest of laughs from it but it's like it's very very breathy just funny good luck to you all and as you, uh, and then just continues doing what they're doing, just just seems to ignore you. The guards are kind of looking around as well, kind of wondering why you guys have stopped. Oh. Do the guards look like they can't see Make the people check. we're talking to? Is it just Leo who can see this thing? No, you, you guys, we... uh, you guys can see it, yeah. Uh, 18. The guards don't seem to be looking directly at this creature, no. Okay. Well. 
Leah will ask the guards once we leave the presence of the sure. bell ringers. Keep on, uh, so you, yeah. So then you're right next to the gate at this point, anyway. So you can head out the gate and towards the palace. Malar, as you leave, you're kind of thinking, why do I recognize what? There's something eerily familiar about this particular being, and then it suddenly hits you as you go th- as you step through the gate. You turn around, they're gone. But you remember, you're told the dead. Declan's bell. There we go. That was that. Was that Declan? Is that my takeaway? Oh, it right, could no, have no. been. It's well, certainly possible. You could have met God, the mm. creepiest of all of the gates, but still. I uh, I say nothing to my cohorts. I do usher people up to the um, the castle. Okay. You guys head to the palace and are escorted back to your quarters. Um, you uh, are asked for the map back when you uh, get back to you know, relinquish items back to the captain of the guard. Um, actually, it's his deputy at this time, but anyway. Go back to your quarters and as you get there, there are three items. Uh, well, there are, there's an item on three of the beds, and under one of the items is a document. Uh, it is written in common, uh, and it says, uh, for the eyes of the Loranlac High Council at the top, uh, and carries the, the king's seal at the bottom. Leobrin, this is your waiver <laughs> for you to sign. Ah, right. The other, um, the other. Sorry, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, Leo will read it through, and if it all seems uh, hunky dory, we'll pop his name at the bottom. Um, the I, the other items that are are left for you, um, there is a necklace, which was one top of the the waiver. Um, a small a small note by it. Uh, and it says that uh, uh, this will this will help you stave off death <laughs> a while longer. Oh, targeted at Leo, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can give it to whoever you like, but it's, uh, it's uh, that's what the item is, you know. Um, there is a um, there is a cloak on one of the beds it says uh, with a note in quite scrawny handwriting saying uh, uh, this will protect you from what lies ahead Uh, and the last item is Brina's tome it's her spell book Uh, but there seems to be a scroll that's being tucked into it and she kind of opens it up and scans, scans it and there's a note with that as well which she reads out to you um, it says that when there's only one death remaining to use this scroll I don't know what the scroll is yet though I, I, I can't read it yet I need to, you know, spend some time with it I 
Okay. Bruno, you would better uh, identify these items before you go to sleep tonight. And um, while you're doing that, the rest of us should um, consider our, our activities for tomorrow. I'll have to go outside the um, the palace to, um, to to do it, but um, but yeah, I can do that. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll go with Brina just in case. Thanks, Seth. Should we do battle planning uh, off camera next time? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. This is a good time to wrap up for tonight. Yeah. Uh, with your your various items of assistance. Yeah. Uh, and yes, uh, you kind of are about to yeah make your plans and then get some sleep before facing what's to come in the morning, the trial of the seven deaths, which we will be bringing to you next week. We don't have long to wait next week because we'll be back on our normal schedule. So next week, from next week, it will be fortnightly again. So we will be yeah back to our fortnightly slot. So we'll see you next week, same time, 7.30 p.m. BST, because we're in summertime here uh on the channel uh thank you very much uh for tuning in hope you've enjoyed you guys in the chat thank you you guys for playing and i hope you've enjoyed yourselves as well because i certainly have uh <laughs> so uh that's it for us uh, until next week whatever you're doing this week stay safe have a good one bye bye, bye. thank you for choosing the many lands campaign here on the slice and dice podcast we live stream the campaign fortnightly on Thursdays at 7.30pm on our Twitch channel. Show your support and subscribe today. That's twitch.tv slash sliceind6. You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe. Mm-hmm.